Black Beatles in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Allegiance is in the building. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what up, what up, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Balls and Beats Podcast Once again, it's your man B. Spence It's your boy C. Jesus And together we are the Black Beatles In the city We in the city, we here, you know Welcome to, this is episode number 33 uh, Larry Bird Larry Bird, it's uh, Kareem I guess, yeah, let's go with Kareem instead of Larry Bird, you feel me? I'm not a Bird fan Alonzo Mourning Yeah, we go with Alonzo too The Heat yeah, I yeah, rock I with it. the Heat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a Laker now, but, you know, the Heat is cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a Heat fan. Look, anyway, check this out, man. We we got two uh, dope special guests on the show today. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, before we go any further. Nah, let's not get to him. I'm let's sick end, of let's, this nigga. Let's, let's I'm sick of this one guy that comes look, on our show every week and shit. I'm tired of him. I'm going to be the third person on this cast, man. <laughs> Just go ahead and add me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, hey, hey yo look look so check us out the first guest that we got on you know what i'm saying a lot of people call her the, she, she's the boss lady of the allegiance she is you know what i'm saying got her hands in a in a lot of pots right now doing a lot of things you can catch her on uh let me make because i say the name wrong all the time but i'm gonna say it right right now derby city weekend all right you know what i'm saying wave three lip gloss is popping always popping poppin'. you know what i'm saying Sound effects. We do our own sound effects. I see, you know it's saying? dope. I like it though. Hey, hey, yo, so check us out. We got we got AP back on the show. Welcome her back to the show. <laughs> back to the ball and beats. What's up? Thank you for having me. And you know the other guy we got on here. This guy, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? He he. You know, I guess he's trying to make it a point to make sure nobody's gonna beat his record for the most appearances on the ball and beats podcast. He finesses his way onto the show at any time that he can. You know what I'm saying? CGC, you finish that up, man. man. Finish that up, man. Hey, dude, I've been on her 76 times. We only got 33 episodes. He's been on <laughs> her 76 times. This is the actual, this marks the third time that he was not, you know, invited. don't get me wrong, invited. <laughs> but <laughs> he made his way here once again. But it's my dog, man, since way back. Back when he was lying, saying he was beating me in sports club <laughs> on the basketball court, which I'll is not true. Not true. But my dog, Empty Beats in the building. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, man. man what's up, good, man? man? You know what? I'm I'm doing good. I'm feeling great. You know, it's been a good past week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot a of major week, keys man. happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, f- f- man, first of all, welcome both of y'all back to the show. It's an honor. Always. You know what I'm saying? Always. Appreciate both yes. of y'all. Rock with y'all the, the long way, real heavy. Uh, so, first now of all. Yeah, we family. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We are, we are a family of fur today. Congratulations. It's a family of fur. How excited it's, we are to have you guys in the crew right now. Yeah. So, so what they are speaking on, the last episode, Empty Beast did let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Said that we, that me and my man CGZ, the Black Beatles from the Balls and Beats podcast, we are now members of the Allegiance. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's a major shout, major well, key, major big look. Fact, big facts. Welcome. You know what I mean? And uh, hold on. Y'all trying to flip it and interview us real quick. Let, let me get back here, okay? <laughs> yeah. Now, we are excited about that, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? 
but we also do, you know, as the Allegiance, we do have the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Awards coming up on my birthday, August the 18th. Happy birthday. Uh, right. It's Today's not my birthday. Uh, <laughs> 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 he still got that sweater on. Hey, man, the sweater don't come off, G. Hey, you got a nice little light sweater yourself, all right? Oh, brother, hold on. Yeah, Wait a minute. you got a light little sweater yourself. <laughs> I know y'all dressed like, look, y'all, y'all just came from Dirt Bowl. Twinning. I know y'all came from the Dirt Bowl. We twinning. East End team. Look. I'm not going to take yeah. up the whole first segment. Uh, I'm going to holler at AP real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let us know. Well, you've been on the show before, but for the people that may not have heard it, if you will go ahead and introduce yourself to the, uh, to the show and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm AP uh, from the Allegiance, uh, executive producer of the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Awards, along with DJ Slick, of course. Um, Slick could not be here. He really wanted to make it, but he's still out of town. So All you got to do is do like EB and just pop up. I was gonna say, <laughs> we might try to get him in or something. But, um, yeah, and then I produced Derby City Weekend on Wave 3 and just do all kinds of other things. Like what? Yeah, tell us. Elaborate. <laughs> I like should have known better. Things Don't keep it a secret. I should have just came by myself. <laughs> tell, tell the mm. listeners. Go on that bag. What like you do? What? what do you do? Well, um, okay, so you want like the whole resume or yeah, what? Go ahead. The whole so resume. I Why do not? TV and video production, um, event planning, Damn. artist development, Damn. Uh, media coverage, Damn. PR, promotions. Bam. Just about everything. That is what's up. True story. You do a lot. And, and I charge for all that, too. So if you need those hey. services, <laughs> southalvis at gmail.com. Hit me up for sure. For sure. Hit up. She's cold at what she do, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. And now. Empty beast, man. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> this guy. Hey, man. Why y'all doing me like this, man? I mean, introduce yourself to the podcast for people who may not have heard you on all 15 episodes. <laughs> right. On, man. Well, it's definitely... It's definitely dope to be on the Ball and Empty Beats podcast, man. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? It was a good one. right there. It's always good. an honor to be on here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what I do is uh, <clears throat> I'm the president of the Allegiance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh have nothing to do with the award, so I got to make sure that I mention that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want nobody to be like, hey, how's he winning? And he's a part of it, but I have nothing to do with the award show. Um Basically, um, international, man. You know what I'm saying? Traveling the world, making do what it do. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Right. Like, when I literally say I put the city on my back, I really do. You know what I'm saying? So, everywhere I go, I make sure I represent Louisville. And also, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, with the platforms that I do have and the platforms that the allegiance we have, you know what I'm saying? We just want to uplift people and, you know what I'm saying, get them to the next level. So, you know what I'm saying? I salute everything that y'all do and actually salute what y'all bring to the team, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, welcome, guys. Welcome. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Sure. I appreciate that. And I, I want to throw this out here, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people outside looking in, I always be like, man, people want to be a part of something because it makes them look cool, man. When it comes to these two guys right here, they was already cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it's an honor to have y'all Big part facts. of the team, man. Like, seriously. Hey, I ain't going to front, man. We've been trying to get in the, on the team for about a year it's now. It's Illuminati, man. Yeah, we've been trying to join for about a year, man, you know. No, nah, but you guys definitely mm-hmm. bring a lot to the table, and you've yes. always supported us and um, each individual member of the crew as well as the brand as a whole. Um, right. So it's absolutely a good fit. And, I mean, I know 
everybody is glad to have you guys. Like Akeem says, we are very happy to be here. Yes, <laughs> I yes. appreciate that. Now I can see what you know. I first had the idea for the pod. I had the idea for the podcast for like a year before I actually did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I first, you know, I first got into it. I think the first the first like event that I actually did like on behalf of the podcast before I brought uh before I brought CGZ on to the show. I was like two or three episodes in and it was when uh shout out shout out to Big Hef uh with Def Jam. He came down here with Nisha Nache mm-hmm. and they they had the the meet and greet mm-hmm. at the hideout that day mm-hmm. and I came up there all the way unprepared. I didn't bring nothing but I just had my cell phone sure on me, no equipment yeah. or nothing. But, you know what I'm saying? That was like the first entrance, you know what I'm saying? Uh, who told me about that? What did he be there, though? I think that was, yeah, okay. he was no, there. He, I think that was when I met He was there, though. Yeah, okay. that, that was the night I met AP. Yeah. But I, I remember how it happened. See, what happened was, uh, EB, you made a post about, like, who's got, like, a hip-hop blog or podcast or yeah. something in the city. Yep. And then uh, Equip. Shout out to DJ Equip. Equip, he tagged me on that post. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, you came back later and was like, yeah, we're going to have this artist, uh, Rock Nation, Def Jam, Meet and Greet come through. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was one of the only people that was only out there that came, came through. through. So. I guess they thought we was bluffing or whatever. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, man. I, I, I came through. I wasn't prepared, but I came up. You came right. through. So that was, like, after that, everybody was really supporting. Well, hold on. Before you even go further, let's let's talk about how you were sitting in the corner at first. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Like, no no network. <laughs> He's trying, no, like, he was literally <laughs> sitting in the corner. I had to go over and be like, hey, bro, like, get in. You know what right. I'm saying? I didn't know nobody for real first, back then. Was that That's your first the best thing. I, I love going to rooms event like that, though? Yeah. That, that was my like first event, like, event? Yeah. At, at all. Like and, like, huh? it was ice for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. All, like, all I knew was, was Slick, DJ Slick from college. Like, that's all. All mm-hmm. I knew that was up there, so you know I I I'm, you know half shout out to him. He came to me was like, yeah, he told me you got the podcast. Yo, get your phone. You'll get you a drop from Nisha and say ask her questions. Whatever you want to do, we'll do it. So like half immediately since then been supporting and showing love. Good guy. Since that day, yeah. all of y'all been showing love and support. So it's not even just the we've been supporting allegiance like nah they've been supporting us like uh, ever yeah, since we talk. started for sure. you know what i'm saying like where nobody even knew me for, at all for real so hey man it's it's it's, it's been a you know a solid relationship you welcome. know so welcome feels good feels good to be officially part of the family you know <laughs> yes kind of feel like we already was but now it's just official you know what just i mean just make sure you bring the potato salad next potato time salad. I, yeah. no, I ain't bring a potato, potato salad dog I ain't gonna bring the potato salad. I bring my appetite to stuff. That's what That's I bring it. to. That, <laughs> Maybe some deviled eggs. You know what I'm saying? You oh, might get that. Man, you know everybody ain't good at those though, bro. So you know what I'm saying? Nah, That's facts. Man, I ain't worried. Right. That's facts. I don't be worried about everybody else. Okay. Yeah, man. He said all that, man. I ain't got much to say. I just, you know, like you said, y'all always show love. It's always been love from day one. All right, whoops. Let me cut him off. Let me tell you this. This guy's trying to be real humble or whatever. Like, see, Jeezy. With the man back in, let me see, and I, I don't want to date you, but it was like uh, right after we graduated from high school, man. It was like uh, we graduated high school in like 2018 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We just got out of high school. We all young here. So you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I ain't even gonna lie, like the element of partying that this guy used to do back in the day oh, was wow. crazy. Facts. Yeah. Crazy. Big tall tees, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Airbrushed on them, man. Found. 
Yeah. Man, yeah, it's, this is back when like the B Sim era and all that was going crazy. Yeah. Like this is one of the dudes that was like in front of all that. You know what I'm saying? Like parties was crazy. Plus CGZ, man, like always been cool as hell, man. You know what I'm saying? Like even when we was in TJ, now, this dude always stood out, bro. So you know what I'm saying? It's, it's an honor yeah, to be in your presence right now. Good looking, man. You know, that's 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 partly true. You like know, that. <laughs> oh, he's trying to say part. You truth. know what I'm saying? B, B, Sim, and B more. You yeah. know, that's my dogs. You know, they looked up. You know, when, well, it was crazy because when I first got to UMS campus, like I knew a lot of people, but I didn't know B more. I didn't know B Sim. But uh, I heard of B Sim from the battles, the rap battles and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Do Rondo because played ball against them. So when B more came to me with the idea on UMS campus, he was like, man, you want to do parties? I'm like, why shit, why not? You know what I'm saying? They pay. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, shit, sign me up. Mm-hmm. And we start doing them, man. Shit. But did you used to touch the mic, too? Nah, bro. I, I might get on there and bullshit. The what now? I'm about to say, bro. Like, you was somewhat like a hype man without a mic, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I did do that. See? I did do that. Yeah. yeah like, you know what I'm saying? We can put CG's in the hype man category. Bro. But I was really, <laughs> but I was really, you know, and I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I really was a dancer. You was. He was a dancing you know motherfucker too. Hey, AP. Back really? in the day, lean with a rock with a king. Hey. Will you do that Shout now? Out. Can no, we play no, it? No. Can we play that? No, yeah. hey, I'm not gonna do it. Please. No, I'm, I don't have any, I don't have the resources. I, hey, actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I got the resources. <laughs> actually, <laughs> well, shout out DJ Lil Car, man. I actually oh, did yeah. all the shit. On Friday night, so I don't got no. Oh movie. yeah, I'm done. Shout out to little car, man. Yeah. They, they had the old school party. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I that. was in our early two thousand. Yeah, so. how right. was that? Uh it was it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It was fun. Cool. I ain't got it's no good. more in me, you know. So I was yeah. doing all that cranking the roses right now. I had but, to defend my K Wayne crown too. Yo. Did you do it? He did, I, of course. He did. He did. He did. You know what I'm saying? That ain't. So hold on, man. What's your signature Because I mean, we got lean with it, rock with it. We got K Wayne with it. We got the people don't dance no more. They do is this. That's me. Oh, that's you. And who are you? I don't dance. Uh, I'm too cool to dance. Really cool. When yeah. the percolator comes on, die. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the percolator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am so old. I don't think that I could do that if I tried. I'm actually like playing on the wall. No, like my knees would crack and everything. Ooh, you guys would not want just that go home at all. <laughs> yeah. Just go home and soak afterwards. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Nah, she'll be like last year's award show after party. No. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah. What were we talking about? What are the sports nah, topics? No, but all jokes aside, though, man. Shout out to y'all too, man. Y'all two good people, man. Thank and, you. And I, I watch. Well, EB, I don't, I don't EB since we was young, as you know, what I'm saying New birthday, so man, it's all good. But New birth? Shout out to the leaders, though, man. Like they always show love. You know, what I'm saying no matter where we was, whoever's in it, always show love. So. Yeah. Being in it now, it's just, it just feel like, you know, like you said, we was already fam, but now it's just official. So, so look, big, we got to talk about the awards, though, man. We got to get to it. We are going to talk about the awards. Let me ask this question first before we get into the awards. For anybody that, you know, somebody who may say, you know, I like what the allegiance has going on. How do I get involved? How can I, you know, network with them to possibly become a member in the future? Like, how, how does someone from the outside you know, it to be able to start working from within. How does that work? You want to take it? Or you Go ahead, Mr. President. Uh, yeah, <laughs> President. Uh, it's, a, it's a collective of things that actually have to go on, man. First of all, man, you know, when it comes to, we have a draft at least, I want to say, 
two, two or three times a year, usually, or whatever. And this is what this draft is consist of. Uh, our crew members actually bring people to the forefront. I right? uh, back then we used to be just a DJ crew, but then we realized like, yo, we could, you know what I'm saying, like really corner these markets if, you know what I'm saying, we start pulling in different people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And it's just about pulling people in with influence. So it would take somebody from the crew to actually be like, hey, have you seen this guy working? Have you seen this guy working? I will bring all or, the... Or have you seen this woman working? When I say guys, man, I'm like... <laughs> but yeah. women also too. Um, and then um, from there, it's a process that we go through where... Uh, we have everything from we got a board that uh will sit down and be like ah oh, yay nay uh, we got a, a a voting process throughout the whole crew man how do y'all feel about this person but one thing that we do do out of respect of each other uh you know what I'm saying like if we was to bring in another podcast for an example what we do is we'll come to y'all first and be like all right so what do y'all think about this podcast you know what I'm saying and it's up to y'all to be like eh, yeah I feel them. <laughs> Yeah. No more podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's just a joke. That's so a joke. I mean, it's just how it is with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to radio personalities, female DJs is a prime example. You know what I'm saying? And when it, uh, we all would just, it's a family, and we just want to make sure that I, right, this person that we are bringing in, are they gonna help us grow? You know what I'm saying? Is it a possibility this person could be a counselor? You know what I'm saying? So we look at all around what they got going on, like personally and just business wise, whatever. When it comes to just getting into the elite, but. One thing I will say is, you seek and you shall find. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if you are interested in being in the league, just find one of them crew members and be like, man, how do I get in? You know what I'm saying? And right. uh, it just brings awareness right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? What do you bring to the table? And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody will send me, somebody will send Slick, somebody will send somebody a message and be like, man, what do y'all think about this person? And boom, we'll just start breaking it down from there. It's dope. Well, that's, that was a, a great response. But as also, also, like, uh, let's just say uh, somebody just needed, a, like, we got a flea in them. They got a, a event coming up where they feed the block pretty much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And maybe they just want, you know what I'm saying, us to be out there. And that's different. Just just give us a phone call. You know what I'm saying? We'll definitely show up, man. All 60, 60 100 of us ain't got to show up. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, we'll make sure that a nice amount will come through. You know what I'm saying? You might need a DJ. You just might need somebody to, you know, Hand out a bag, you might need something like what Slick just did in Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? Like our DJs went yeah, down there dope. just to make sure that this event is going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Flea and them got to feed the block coming up. Uh, we did uh, the last one with them, man. You know, we yeah. were serving that food. That was a great event. Yeah, yeah one of our really DJs DJ. Isn't that Saturday? It's coming Saturday? This coming yeah. Saturday, yeah. And so, like, when it definitely comes to, like, doing stuff for the community, like, I think one of the things we're trying to do right now is uh, we're trying to, what what is it, when you buy a block or whatever and mm-hmm. every year we make sure uh, like adoptive space adoptive space mm-hmm. like, you, know, you, right now. you know what I'm saying so we definitely want to give back to the community and if y'all have any community activities and y'all need a flock of DJs eh? hey let us know I think we should go deep tomorrow to the uh, parade I think that's a great idea I know I'll absolutely be out there um, and so yeah, he's talking too. about the parade out or in the, West Louisville to West support West the baseball team, team. Hmm. It starts at 6 o'clock um, at 34th and Broadway, and the parade goes to Shawnee Park. So mm-hmm. everybody who's listening, please come out and support that team. Yeah. Those kids are doing great things, and they deserve you know, yeah, all of our support. Um, so the Allegiance will definitely be represented out there for sure. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there somewhere. I don't know exactly what bar. I'll probably just go to the park. For real. We'll find you. You'll be doing your dance. <laughs> Leaning with it and rocking with it. Yeah. Don't dance. Don't dance. These pants can wang with it, though. 
Right, man. I'm the K Wayne champion of the Midwest. <laughs> I will never lose my crown. But we back at it anyway. We're, we we back on it. Uh, talking about the actual award show, Kentucky Urban Entertainment Award Show. Uh, we're gonna bring it back to AP, so she can get a little bit more in depth and explain about the award show, the voting process, and the balloting process. Yeah. So um, right now we're recording this on Sunday, and voting ends Monday night at midnight. So there is just a little bit of time left. Make sure that you go vote if you haven't already, um, because it's very important. And then you know we'll be having the show Saturday, August eighteenth. On my birthday. Yep yeah, on on your birthday. <laughs> um, we're gonna change. Do we need to change the title then? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, on B's birthday, August 18th, at Headliners Music Hall, you can come out to the birthday party slash award show. Um, no, doors open at 5, and that's when the red carpet starts. And even if you're not nominated, it's really important to come out at 5 and get there early so that you can network with people. And um, we... We'll have so many DJs in the building, like so many, not just from here in the city, but from yeah. other states and other markets, uh, radio DJs, mixtape DJs, you know, everybody. There's going to be industry executives in the building. There's going to be A&Rs in the building. There's going to be producers, uh, you know, video directors, all kinds of people, a lot of community activists and, and groups that are. Um, you know, nominated and coming to support that you might want to link up with and, and get some community involvement with. So it's really important just to come out and shake hands. You can promote your music. You can bring your, um, you know, your promotion material and just meet people. And, and that's the main thing that we want to use this opportunity to bring as many people together as possible and provide that networking opportunity. And then the other part to that is if you are nominated, then you can come out on the red carpet and get some interviews with, you know, people like the Ball and Beats podcast and, you know, local radio stations and other podcasts and, and media outlets. We even have some people coming from out of state, you know, to come. So there's going to be a lot of platforms. It's important to get there and just utilize that opportunity. The show will start promptly at 7, very promptly right. at 7. And when that uh, happens, then we're, you know, that's when it's, time to turn up and enjoy the show we're gonna have a great show this year you know we have some really good performers coming from all over the state we've got uh 31 gang and newfound money and shark living from here in louisville i know i'm forgetting somebody help me out eb New work. Mm. oh here you go um, I'm I'll sorry to whoever I forgot. I'll pull it up later when EB starts talking and get that in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and we have 38 awards uh, categories this year. We have our Living Legend Awards that will go out and the Static Major Awards. So That's powerful. Yeah, we're really excited. And there's going to be some big people in the building. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. That's it. There you go. How many uh, awards you win last year, EB? Uh, man, it's not about that. You know I'm just saying, saying, you know, uh, give nah. you props what they do, man. I, I won three. That's what's up, man. I won three. I think I'm going to win three again, again this year. Nah, I ain't going to You say might. That. <laughs> you <laughs> might. Hey. I feel like I might get I, – I just want one. There's one Pacific award what, that I want this year. What award do you want Pacific, like the ocean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
which specific award <laughs> do you okay. want to win this year, EB? Definitely uh, the Pacific Ocean. You know what I'm saying? Pacific. He's just trying to put that in because he's going to be flying across the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Or so, you know. Now, um, it, I just want the mix uh, show of the year, man. That's it. Man. Mix show of the year. That's the it. mix the show. The ad department. Yeah. Yes. The mix show. The, Definitely. We can Everything else will be we, a plus. we can go ahead and get on that show. Pretty soon one Next day. week, y'all on there. Dead serious. You know what I'm saying? Just let me get back from Vegas. Plug. Right. Uh, let me get back from Vegas. <laughs> I knew so it was yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back from Vegas, yeah. huh? Back from Vegas. Back from Vegas. All right, man. I hear you. Gonna yeah. be ready. Matter of fact, the week of the uh, the awards, you know what I'm saying? I definitely want y'all to come up, and we're going to see what's happening. We'll be there. Right. All right. We can't say words like what y'all say on here, so make sure y'all keep it cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Keep it cute. Keep it we cute. Hey, yo, I remember, I remember when we uh, – when it was PG thirteen on this podcast, man. Oh, what happened? Hey, man, we had a guest that was PG X something. His name's Artie J. Yeah. Why did I know it was him? Yeah, because <laughs> you heard the episode. He yeah. dropped. He dropped. It would have took me like ten hours to edit about that eighty-seven so. times. Yeah. I, was I always like, give him what? hell he about that. Just explicit that, now. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Shout out my homie Jay though, man. He's a good dude, good man. He just got a bad a good mouth, brother, bro. man. He's got a bad brother. mouth. Yeah. I do. Plus, he was talking about strippers, so it's hard not to, you know. It don't matter what. Yeah, you're right. About, it don't. You know yeah. Jay. Shout out to the strippers. What? You know Jay. Who's Jay? You know Jay. They started. They started Jay. Ah, come on. Okay. Come on. So, look, uh, one thing. Now, see, this is not. Oh we, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> we gonna. I want to get into a juicy topic right here before we end this segment. Well, not juicy, maybe, but. What's the word that I can say about it? I don't know the topic, so I can't. I know because I, I, it just it just came to me just now. Oh shit! But anyway, it's it's it ain't too deep, but I can see, and you all have probably seen it on social media as well. There's a lot of uh, I see a lot of people that do a lot of complaining about not being nominated for anything. Okay. Uh. So what people and I and I saw some of this today. So some of the they're stuff they're still complaining today. Yeah. Oh my god. So get over. It. So some of the stuff that I've seen is 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 like okay. Well, I know I've done this and I know I'm this and I'm that and I didn't get nominated, so I don't care about this award. So, uh, what what would what would be your response? Well, to that. first and foremost, my response is if you don't care about the award show, you wouldn't be talking about it and complaining about it. So Facts. you do care. Um, the other part to that is, I mean, there, there are a few things in play. So to get nominated for the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Awards, somebody has to nominate you. So somebody has to feel like you deserve to be nominated and take the time and go and put your name in. Or... Or what? what? What can you do? You could even nominate yourself. Boom. That's it. There's, it's that simple. Yeah. There's n- no. no nothing blocking to say you that. from nominating yourself. I nominated myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody. Why no, not? And nobody even really knows. Like, we're not going through there to see who's not. No, right. Yeah. All your, your name pops up and it's, you know, taken to a committee to make sure that it, you know, fits the category. And, exactly. And this year, our categories are wide open. Um, now Absolutely. next year they will be narrowed down quite a bit. There will be, um, you know, a limited a limited number in each category, so it will be harder to get in. I'm telling you now that you need to 
uh, plan your year accordingly as far as, you know, dropping projects or, you know, the work that you're doing or campaigning or building your fan base, whatever you need to do to make sure that you're nominated next year so that you're not upset and crying about it. And, um, you know, usually I see a pattern every year. Usually there's a good, you know, two or three days right after nominations drop that people have a lot of negative stuff to say. Um, and usually Slick does, a, well, all the time, Slick does a really good job of like either reaching out to people or a lot of times people will reach out to him um, with their complaints. And, and he, you know, will talk to people his number is public. It's wide open. You know, he is not hard to find. And a lot of times, you know, he spends that whole week just on the phone with people explaining the process or, you know, just hearing complaints. And after that couple of days, and I, I see a lot of, you know, I don't want to say backtracking cause that's negative, but you know, a lot of people will come back around and say, okay, you know, I take back the negativity that I said right. and things like that. And we really appreciate that. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because that's a, a professional thing to do. Um, so my main thing is if you don't support the awards, if you think it's stupid, if you think it doesn't matter, fine, we don't care because well, we do care because, you know, we want that support from everybody, but we do still get, way more support than we get negativity. Right. So just keep it to yourself. And the other part about that is if you do have something to say, just be respectful about it. That's the one thing that I um, push. And a, a lot of people, you know, they get a little out of hand and, and say some things. And, you know, all I ask for is respect. If you don't like me, if you don't like slick, if you don't like the awards, that's fine, but don't, disrespect me in public because I don't take too kindly to that. And that's about it. My thing is, like you said, you can nominate yourself for one. It's not hard to do. For two, if you didn't get nominated, it's pretty clear that you didn't believe in yourself because you didn't nominate you yourself. Didn't nom- yeah. And even if you did nominate yourself and nobody else did, better luck next year. Like It's, it's an award show. Only one person can win out of the 20 people that's in our category. I don't care if we don't win. We was on the ballot. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's all about recognition. You right. know, I mean, we we do this just to give people a platform and be recognized because people work really hard. And everybody knows that the music business is the least rewarding business in the world. People spend an endless amount of time and thousands and thousands of dollars of their own money just investing in their product and, and, you know, being an artist or a DJ or whatever you may do. Um, and it's really not very rewarding unless you get some major deal, which rarely ever happens or, or something like that. So we just want to provide people say, Hey, you know, you did a good job, not because AP and Slick think you did a good job, because, you know, 1,700 people voted for you and they right. think you're doing a good job. Or, you know, your mom nominated you, <laughs> you know, she thinks yeah. you're doing a good job. And so it's just, it's a really positive thing. So it just really sucks, I guess. To say, I don't really know how else <laughs> to say it. It sucks when people you know, just throw so much negativity at something that we work so hard to just, you know, give a positive platform to people. Well, if nobody wasn't hating them, we wouldn't be doing it right. Well, that's so, what they say, so. You know, I mean, but like I said, it's 
it's a nomination, and then once you get nominated, you're on the ballot. You control what happens. If you really want to win, then go out there and get everybody to vote for you. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. Make a post, talk, call people. I'm pretty sure that I got a whole family that none of them voted, not because they don't care, it's because they don't know anything about it. You know what I'm saying? If I call all my family and say, hey, vote for us, mm-hmm. and they go do it, I got a better chance of winning. But that's what a lot of people do. And, you know, it's it's a campaign exactly. just like anything else. And, you know, especially, and I use the artist perspective, um, you know, for the biggest example, because it is probably the, the biggest portion of it. Right. But um, artists, DJs, or public figures or whatever, you know, you, when you put out a new project or if you're trying to promote yourself and get gigs and things like that, you promote yourself. If you want to win an award, you got to promote yourself, yeah. you know, and we see, I see, I've seen people with sponsored Facebook posts. I mean, people are putting, you know, a little money behind it yeah. and everything. Cause it matters to them. And that's what you have to do. Um, so I don't know. That brings up another question that I just want, like a little topic that I would want to bring up and just ask you all's opinion or people on Facebook. If you want to comment, that would be great. I've heard, people say that they like the voting process and i've also heard from some people who say they don't like the voting process because it, they say that it's like a popularity contest or whoever campaigns the most is going to win as opposed to whoever is quote unquote like the best or was the most successful over the past year and they feel like like the committee should choose um you know the winners or whatever so what do you guys think about that uh I'm 50-50 on it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with it being narrowed down because it is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But people don't understand it's just like it's just in the beginning. So things are going to get changed. So I agree with the narrow down. But if you do who the committee thinks, then that's when you're going to deal with, oh, they win because they in the allegiance. Then you got to worry about that because it's always going to be something. It's always going to be a mm-hmm. complaint somewhere. As far as the voting process, hey, if me and Empty Beats is in best DJ and I bust my ass and get more people to vote for me than him and I don't even DJ, then, I, hey, that's not my problem. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know. Are you talking about you specifically? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm not saying and I'm that, in But there, that's but. where our committee comes in because that's where we would say, well, CGZ's not a DJ, so he's not going to exactly. win DJ no, I, I was just using an example. Yeah. If, I was, if I was a DJ, this is my first year being on the ballot. And he's been oh, if you were okay, okay, right, yeah, and so I go out and I say, Hey, man, I'm talking, I go everywhere, church, any, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to barbershops, I'm going, I got flyers Uh out, I'm promoting it every day on Facebook, and he just sits back, like, Ah, you know, I'm a DJ, you know, motherfuckers know me, whatever. And if I win, you can't be mad about that. It's not about saying that I'm better than him. It's just saying I got more votes. Well, hold on. Let's let's bring it back real quick because one thing you didn't say, AP, is okay. what's the process? Like, it's not just the voting thing. There's actually a process that comes to the winner. So it's uh, the voting and then what is it, the, the board? Not the board, but the – There's a committee. There's a committee. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a chain that it goes through. Right. right. So – Let's say so there are checks and balances. There's a, yeah, yeah, and that's what it is, yeah. checks it's, and balances. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be, yeah. So it's not just 100% off votes or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the voting comes through, and then it just keeps going through different tunnels or whatever, and then 
boom. Right. So there is a committee, and it's a secret committee. I'm not on the committee. I don't know who's on the committee. (laughs) Um, You know, Slick handles all of that portion of it. And basically, hold on, the committee is not just people in Louisville. No, 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 no. And they're not people in the Allegiance specifically. It's it's people who know music. Um, They're from a variety of markets, but they're very in tune with what's going on in the entire state of Kentucky. And they're people who are, you know, veterans and have a lot of knowledge and experience in the music business. So they can make very educated decisions about the ballot and and things like that. And so the votes come in and the votes are a certain percentage and then it goes through the committee and the committee has a certain percentage and then same thing. So it, like you said, checks and balances. So if something doesn't make sense with the votes, then the committee can step in and say, you know, same thing like, well, CGZ got the most votes, but he's not a DJ. He's not going to win that category and they can override that. Right. Um, You know, and then by the same, by the same token, you know, if the committee has in their mind, you know, who should be DJ of the year or who should win, you know, this artist worked the hardest or whatever, you know, when the votes come in and that may be different. And then, you know, that may make them sit back and change their mind or do a little more research on somebody or something like that. So it does. It just kind of goes back and forth until you get the best result possible because it- we, we we really, really pride ourselves on trying to make it as fair as possible right if you really look at really like the bt awards mtv awards i'll be sitting at home like how the fuck they win they that stuff is chosen like nobody votes. they have like a people's choice award and and that's how all of those mainstream you know the grammys bt mtv all of that stuff you know there is a committee and they pick the winners right and those committees they're picking winners for cultures of art that they don't understand exactly right and that's what, what i'm saying is so that's why everybody you, in this state list, in the surrounding area needs to be supporting the kentucky urban entertainment right. awards why wouldn't you and the other part of that too is it, it also gives you know people who aren't um who don't work in the music business but like the fans and you know people who support the culture and everything it gives them an opportunity to be involved as well right yeah, people, people got to realize just like when yeah, I mean, when yeah, I mean, used to win the uh, All Star votes, and he started over Shaq, and I, he's not better than Shaq. He's not better than it's about the vote. You know what I'm saying? You got a it's, whole country, another got a whole country back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, hey, and see, that's what go out uh, there and vote. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of people have to understand, especially when it comes to the big dog awards, like the DJ of the year. When it comes to the the art, hip hop artist of the year, and all that other stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's not section off like Louisville's grind or West Kentucky's grind and all that other stuff. So when, especially in the DJ of the year category, and I can say this because I'm a part of this category. I mean, I'm a part of this category. Like you can't just be like, I'm going to get the majority Louisville vote and I'm going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like DJs, artists, I'm telling y'all right now, do what you got to do in this whole state. Like utilize this whole damn state. You know what I'm saying? One thing that I can say that I'm blessed by is I'm international. 
So when I make a post or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my, my reach is going further than just Louisville. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like just that's because, yeah, just that's because you're working hard in too, Louisville. Though. Yeah, just because you're working hard in know, Louisville. He doesn't know we don't count we don't count votes from foreign countries. That's cool so. though. No, it's cool. No. <laughs> hey look, but, we international too though. No. You yes, keep working. International Black Beatles. You so feel now, me? Now what we gotta do is we gotta figure out, man, how can we go how can we go universe now? You know what I'm saying? Like how can we get Mars intact? How can we get Jupiter intact? I'm not entertaining this. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's a big world out here. So just because you're successful in Louisville doesn't mean nothing. Like, you might be killing this market, but then you might have your name next to somebody that's doing Louisville. He's doing Mayfield. He's doing Bowling Green. He's doing, you know what I'm saying, Lexington. He's right. doing Moorhead. He's doing, I mean, the list goes on. And you see, you said it perfect. People don't realize it's called the Kentucky. Oh, yes. Yes. Not, it's not the Louisville board. Board. And let me not, not say that 270 goes hard. so hard yeah, for yeah, the yeah. awards. And hard. they support yeah. their artists. They support their engineers, their yeah. producers, their models. Yeah. They take so much pride in, and I understand that because I'm from Western Kentucky. So, you know, shout out to everybody in the 270. But it's shout out to W Western Kentucky, man. BG, shout out BG. <laughs> um, it's really great to see them be so involved because it is about the entire state and not just Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they take so much pride. Just like I said, you know. Um, Drama and Newfound Money, Thirty One Gang. They're all they come and perform every year. Mm-hmm. You know they support and they come hard. Yeah, and their people vote and their people nominate. So if you are an artist, a performer, a DJ, a promoter, anybody, Anything. any whatever you are, and you think that you know, oh, I got Louisville sewed up. That doesn't really when it comes to the awards and and Don't even past, That's not past the awards. You should always be wanting to expand your reach and, um, you know, your opportunities, pursue your opportunities in other markets. And the best place to start is to, you know, cover your entire state first and then branch out. And and if you show those other areas of the state love, they're going to show it back, I promise. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. So, yo, so check this out. We went super long on this first segment, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take one quick break. And then we're going to be right back at you with more of the Ball and Beast podcast.
don't be ridiculous The way that I've written shit is meticulous About my problems, I just solve them by wrapping them up in the sticky splits Then flicky bit, lighting them up like a sissy bitch Like, how the fuck are you box me up when you don't even know who you're dealing with? And I blame God for my indifference And blame the media for all these fucking kids with no innocence Doing silly shit Murdered out in the streets by ops and piggy pigs And how can you pray to God when you don't know if he really exists? Like, man, that's yo, yo, everybody Thanks for sticking with us through that short break Welcome back to more of the Ballin' Beats Podcast Once again, it's your man B. Spence It's your boy C. Jeezy And together we are the International Black Beatles In the city and the country There you go You know what I mean? Hey, but now While you here, though we need, that, we need that drop, though that allegiance drop, so we can put on the show. The official drop, or you want? I'm gonna send it you to want the right. official. Oh, okay. Yeah, the there official. You yeah, he'll send it. You know, we official. We need to feel official. Hey, yo. So the people <laughs> y'all just heard again. One though, right look, now, if you want. Look, Go once ahead. it. Hold on, I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to send it. Keep talking. I got you. No, I was just saying. Once I'll again, we, we 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 back from the break just to reiterate our two guests on today. We got uh, DJ Empty Beats and we got AP, hey, hey. the boss lady of the allegiance, here with us, and we about to get into some of our sports topics here now. And you know what I mean? See what we think about this here. You know, I like to teach sports to a lot of people. So hopefully somebody here today will learn something from me. And speaking of sports, I have a special guest for you. We'll talk about it after the show that I have coming on one of your future shows. You'll be very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> it love Smith. About. See what happens when you get, see what happens when you become part of the allegiance. Emma Major keys. Emma Smith Major is coming up here. Emma Smith. Yeah. Uh, we don't want that name. <laughs> Hold on. <man. laughs> Emmett Smith. So check this out. If he just if he walked through this door right now, yeah, I'd be like, man, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be like, be like fuck Emmett Smith. Nah, he's, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's all right. So check this out. Our, our first sport topic here that we're gonna get into uh, is the saga surrounding uh, Ohio State Buckeyes head football coach Urban Meyer, who is currently what is he on? He's on unpaid administrative leave. Oh, it's unpaid. Yeah, is, is it paid or unpaid? No, I'm not I sure. Think he's paid. Is it paid? I think he's paid. Paid or unpaid? I'm not sure. I, I think it's paid. Part, paid leave. That makes still. a big difference, though. I mean, somebody yeah. can look it up real quick to see. I believe it's paid leave, so we can verify. CJ's gonna look it up. But uh, yeah, so he's 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 on administrative leave. Uh, what's what's been happening is uh, here, here, put that in there. What's uh our email address? What's been happening? Is there was an assistant coach on Ohio State's football team? Uh, I guess we have to say allegedly. It's beating ass. Committed some domestic violence against his wife at the time. Uh, allegedly, almost all of the coaches' wives knew. Urban Meyer went to a press conference, said that he didn't know anything about that. That was, of course, a lie. He's known about it, and now he's backtracked, trying to do a lot of say a lot of stuff and cover himself. Mm-hmm. So first of all, what we want to see is how does everybody like how, how do you how do you all feel about what transpired? Is it right that he's been basically suspended? Do you think he'll keep his job? What do you think is going on next with the whole situation at Ohio State? Well, from the press conference, I mean, the press conference was not about the domestic violence situation. A reporter asked him about that during, I think it was like the the team's media day last week or something, um, and caught him off guard. So I will say, especially from a PR perspective, um, I do not 
blame him for saying that he didn't know anything about it because being caught off guard and being asked a question unexpectedly that's the go-to answer um when you're not prepared to answer a question especially something as serious as domestic violence allegations um that's something that you absolutely need to be prepared for before you speak to the media about it i'm not saying that i condone lying by any means just from a pr perspective i can understand why his first instinct would be to say i don't know anything about that um, he did come back later and say that he he was aware of the allegations, um, you know, so it, it's, a, you know, it's a sticky situation. It's it's hard to say, you know, hey man, if they but catch I you do, off guard. Don't answer. Well, yeah. Right. This that would have been a better answer is yeah, I'm not like, here to talk about that today. Yeah, This so isn't the appropriate. Maybe he should have been prepped a little bit better. Well, uh, dude, but the dude last, was lying. Though. I mean, dude was lying though to that, him, saying that ah, oh, well, she's allegedly saying I'm doing it, but I ain't do it, and she's got marks on her, but I didn't put them there. And he, he said he, he said that he said that any physical, um, any physical interaction with her was self defense. Is right, what he said. Exactly. That, so. so basically, that and and we're and nobody knows what happened between them, other than them, but. The issue was that she had been telling people for a long time, most specifically the coaches' wives. Um, And so the issue was, you know, that basically everybody, quote unquote, knew that this was happening. But I just think on the Urban Meyer part of it, yeah, he absolutely should have been prepped better to to just say, I'm not going to answer that question. Well, I mean, it should have been going on since he was in Florida. So, yeah. I mean, he fired dude. What else you want him to do? Like, I, don't, I mean, nah. But he he kept him on the staff. Nah, but I'm saying those are all alleged. Like, it's just now coming to where she went on TV and was like, "Yeah, he's doing this and showing the pictures and all that." Before then, at Florida, it was just her saying it. It wasn't any proof. Now the proof's coming out. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean. It's a fucked up situation because a dude should have – I mean, I don't know what they want to do to do. I mean, as far as fire him earlier than what he did, I mean, I don't know what else he could do. Acknowledge and be like, you're wrong. If Would that have made a difference? Uh, it really doesn't matter. Dude's guopped up. He's got money. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's not like it's really going to hurt him. I mean, it's hurting his coaching career, but somebody else will hire him. They hire Patino. I mean, Petrino again. They'll hire his ass. Petrino ain't do it that he didn't cover up some domestic violence though. Man, Petrino, what shit? What what did he do? I think Petrino did a little worse. He cheated on his wife. He didn't beat up his wife. Hey, he was fucking a young girl when he was married and covered it up. He can get a job at Western. What do you go after he that did, Western? Urban <laughs> Meyer's gonna get a job somewhere, bro. That I mean, Ohio I mean, State's gonna fire him. I, mean, I don't yeah. know that they'll necessarily that, fire him though. I because think he's, 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 I think he's gone. Do you think, think so? Too. Yeah. I they don't. If you too. if you get placed on leave, you're not coming back. Yeah. He's on administrative leave. To which I don't care if it's paid or unpaid. Yeah. You, when it comes to these top coaching jobs, if you get placed on leave, you're not coming back. It's over. I can't name one coach. That name one coach that name, got placed on leave that and then have, came but back. But I'm not as in tune with you know the coaching situations. But I will say that that's just 
like the basic go to. They have to put him on it. You know, yeah, whether yeah, they, yeah. even if they know, just, even if even if like the athletic department knows we're not going to fire him, and the, like they have to do it to save face or you like, know for publicity and everything. Just I'll just tell you this: it's going to hurt them if they do fire Ohio State. It's going to hurt but, them, but they're going to have to. Of course, it's going to hurt their program. But I mean, but it's see, just, and that's the decision that the that the university is faced with: is do we save the program or do we save face? It's just, it's it's because of the uh, uh, of what today's climate is. You have all the sexual assault uh, issues at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a big thing. You have Dude, what? He's not fired though. You had no. He's all not. Of the he's inter- not. Not all yet. of the entertainment stuff that has come out in the last and year. So, like, yeah. In college sports, it's so much going on. You have everything that happened at Penn State. So it's kind of like the climate is they, they, they're going to have to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's already on leave. He's not coming back. Like, that's done. Like, he's he's gone. The stuff with Rick Pitino, Rick Pitino, Tom Durrett's gone. Like, it's a heavy climate right now yeah, for those that's kind of situations. That's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Rick Pitino, he done did a lot of. EB, what you think, man? Um, Jesus, man, this is a tough topic because I mean, um, domestic violence is real serious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess everybody's first question is like, why ain't she ever leave? Why she deal with it so long and all that other stuff? But I don't think people understand the the brainwashing that goes on uh, when you end that circumstances. Um, right. And I'm not no professional or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But one thing. Um, when it comes to music, like, I'm a DJ, so what I know is music or whatever. Like, uh, when you look at R. Kelly, when you look at uh, Michael Jackson, when you look at um, a couple of the other entertainers or uh, whatever that has stuff going on in their personal life, you know what I'm saying? Like, me, I'm that person where I'm like, all right, they said Michael Jackson touched kids. That is nasty. That is wrong. But this nigga show makes some good ass music, though. You know what oh I'm saying? Yeah. That's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my God. R. Kelly. No, for real. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that's real. I fuck with him because of his music. I don't care what he does personally in his life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, to see them fire a coach that wasn't beating ass or wasn't doing the domestic stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit's it's it's getting out of hand to me. You know what yep. I'm saying? Let's get rid of the person that was physically doing this shit. All right, just because this guy lied or whatever. Like you said, you gotta be prepared for stuff like that. Yeah. But the best answer for him was like, yo. We're not talking about this right now. You know what I'm saying? So instead of lying, he should have said, let's not, you know what I'm saying, let's let's talk about something else. Mm-hmm. But for them to fire him because something that his staff member's doing, that's bogus to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's replace well, this no, guy. But you got to think about it. That's not the reason that he's, well, he's not fired yet, but that's not the reason that he's on leave. He's not on leave because it. his assistant mm. allegedly beat his wife. It's because everybody knew. He's no, no, no. What is it? He's on leave because he lied about, about knowing that it's uh, going yo, on. Niggas the cover, the cover. That's fact. But, but but look, out of out the, the cover our whole, up, our whole country's ran off of lies. Man. The, what the hell are we talking about? Here? The cover up is what gets people jammed up all the time. It ain't always the wrongdoing. It's trying to cover up the wrongdoings. What gets people jammed up? I agree, but sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, your chick can sit there and tell you all day, tell me the truth, tell me the truth. At the end of the day, you can look at her and be That's like, a different Baby, topic for a different show. You don't want the That's truth. a different topic for back, a different show. He'll be back on another episode to talk right. about that. Yeah, so, he'll be back in, in two weeks. We're going to fire a guy something because of a lie, though. You know what I'm saying? That's some bullshit. Like, we can go down to the courthouse and we can see a bunch of motherfuckers in our line all day. You know see, what I'm saying? See, and that's why I don't think necessarily that he will get fired. I think that the administrative leave is the university trying to say 
face because they can't just ride it out and be like, right. oh, well, it's okay for our head coach to lie to the media. But what the problem is. So I is, think that there is consequence. You know, they are stepping out to pull some kind of consequences. But I think when it comes down to the benefit that Urban Meyer brings to the program versus the bad PR of him just lying in a press conference over something that didn't even involve him doing something. Mm. I don't think they're going to fire him. If they're, if they're smart, they wouldn't fire him. I don't think they will. Cause but their football team is going to suck without they him. They about to fire dude. Right now on how sports is and entertainment is, you got to make an example out of somebody. That's, that's you know the whole saying? thing. They about to the fire dude. That's what the problem is. That's exactly what the Which problem is. Which leads us into our because next. They have, because they haven't mm-hmm. fired Tom Izzo or none of them at Michigan State. Did they, matter of fact, did they end up firing dude from Arizona? No. They didn't. They didn't. They ended up not firing him. They didn't fire Bayheim when dude, the the assistant coach was they touching the board. They're going to drop the hammer That's on crazy, somebody. So Ugh. I don't think they're gonna fire. Him. I, I, now that I start thinking about, I it. think they are. But like you said, but they did. They fired Rick Patino. I mean, they they, they dropped the hammer. Rick no, Patino no, had too. He had I mean, too they, much going on. It was they too, set a huge example. It was there. too many transgressions too at Uville. He was doing too much. But well, see, speaking, you, also, speaking over you, it, go ahead. the next topic here. All right, let's go. My bad. I mean, let's cut go, you off, go. but I had to. <laughs> let's go. Uh, so more news came out this week. Uh, there are some text messages from Rick Patino that came out that shows that he was aware that uh, other schools, uh, one of the schools that was named DePaul, was trying to pay the recruit Bruce Bourne to go to the school. It says that DePaul was trying to pay him 200000 to come to the school. Uh my question, I have my opinion about it, but because people are like, "Oh, this is a smoking gun that Rick Pitino was trying to pay the guy." What do you guys think? Because I don't think that has anything to do with Rick Pitino saying he's trying to pay him money. They act like it's proof that he tried to pay him money when saying he knew that DePaul was trying to pay him money. All right, so check it out. First thing I'm gonna say is, if I wanted to rob a bank, I'm robbing it with Rick Pitino because he didn't throw nobody under the bus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, what this is is somebody was mailing through somebody's text messages and they seen the messages or whatever. But we also know that this is a part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like these students are are getting paid. If you sit there and take for an example, like when you was in school. You know what I'm saying? These basketball players who was not getting paid was riding around in some of the coldest damn cars that we've ever seen. They stayed fresh. They stayed slugged out. They stayed with these gold zones. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, where is this money coming from? So everybody can always say, like, all right, the coach does this, the coach does this, but damn, you got these alumni that's in their pocket. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all that stuff. This is a part of the game. But my, my problem with it is, hold on, either. I'm not done. I got one more point that I have to <laughs> okay. make because these universities is making billions off of these fucking kids, and these kids ain't doing nothing but getting a bullshit-ass um, – uh, uh, education that they're not going to use or whatever at the end of the day. And then, man, let them niggas eat, man. I agree. That's how I feel. Let I them agree. eat. Or we got to work some type of system where these kids are getting money because if you look at the elite that comes through these schools, the elite that's making the money from these people or whatever, like these universities making billions off billions. of them. That elite person doesn't need a four-year fucking scholarship. He's there for one year and he's gone. You know what I'm saying? So that time that he's there, like – he need to be, you know what I'm saying? What is it? Co- compensated. Compensated at the end of the day. I, Feed them young niggas, man. And I absolutely agree with that, especially on the strength of um, look how many athletes that were professional grade athletes who got hurt in college and weren't even able to move to the next level, to go to the NFL, to go to the NBA and get the money that they deserved. And they never, you know, they played the, the universities worked them to death. They played their heart out. 
and they just so happen to get hurt and then they never had the opportunity to get compensated for those two three four years that they were busting their ass playing ball for a university like you said that's making millions and hundreds of millions of dollars off of the program man uofl was the highest growth university in the country you know what I'm saying? That university was making so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like, ridiculously amount of money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Give them kids some food, man. Like, feed them. And, and you're talking about athletes who don't even have time to even go work a part-time job. You know, like like yeah. everybody else but, is. But so. even look how the system is orchestrated, man. You know what I'm saying? We put the athletes in these dorms with these nerds or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where these athletes still don't have to do anything. I'm going to just pass my work down to, you know what I'm saying, Rodney down the hallway. He's a geek or whatever. He's got a 4.6. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole the whole system is built to it's it's sabotage. That's it at the end they of the day. They don't go to class at all. No. You ain't got to. <clears throat> just pass the drug test. Oh man, can we can can, can I bring something up? Can, uh, uh, can I yeah, bring one thing? Go on up? Here. Go Did y'all ahead, see man. who got locked up last night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I woke up to Can't that. do right, can he? And I seen somebody make a post, man. One thing I will say, like, with you working in the news media or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, y'all have the most gangsterous comments under all the shit that y'all post. Oh, my gosh. Like, some of the stuff that y'all post, like, it ain't even about the story. It's about, man, let me read these comments. Let me see how racist people are. It gets so savage and horrible and disgusting. I don't don't even like reading them comments. Before I did Derby City Weekend, I was, you know, one of the digital staff producers. And on-air producers. But as digital producer, one of my jobs was to read the comments Mm. to delete the really, you know, the the really, really bad stuff. But even so, like... You could probably spend 24 hours a day. No, there's so much that we don't delete that you just let ride because it's freedom. And there is no freedom of speech when it comes to, you know, it's our page and we can delete what we want. But at the same time, you encourage engagement and all that. So... Like that, I was tasked with having to read that stuff, and it's so offensive and depressing and disgusting. And it's just to see that that's like where humanity is, and especially like the past couple of years with the election and with the Black Lives Matter movement, and you know, just all of the stuff that has been happening and the U of L stuff. I mean, it is just horrible what people say. and and think Absolutely. about each other. It's disgusting. Yep. Let me uh It's worse than the awards. <laughs> see Jeezy, what do you think about them text messages from Ricky uh, P? Uh, do you think it means anything? <clears throat> Does it confirm anything or is it just it's whatever? Just, all it is, like E B said, somebody done found them text messages and and blew it up, dog. Dude, I don't know why they won't leave dude alone, man. Like, dude. Well, I could tell you why. He's, they, they're not going to leave Rick alone because he's suing the university. That's hey. why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're not hey. going to leave him alone. Hey, bro. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to be technical, whether Rick knew or not, bro, about all the shit that's going on, Some all the little you. scandals, bro, it's, if he knew or not, bro, it's, it's still Andre McGee's fault, bro. We're going to keep Rahway real. Everything that's going on. It's somebody else's fault. It's not Patino's, bro. Even though Patino's taking the heat for it. This is a whole different scandal, though. This I know isn't it. the That's what I'm saying. Scandal. But that's this not. But the, I'm just saying, for this example, is the recruiting stuff. The recruiting on that, like he said, it happens everywhere. It oh, happens yeah. at every it school. It absolutely does. Every school. And, I mean, I don't know why. Every school. Yeah, and, and, it's just somebody missed, somebody missed that little point. Somebody, somebody wasn't on their job. 
So and they messed it up. Here's how I here's how I see that, and like going back to what Eb said about the athletes should be compensated, absolutely. And but it's kind of like um, like marijuana. Okay, everybody's doing it. All the schools are doing it. They're recruiting. They're paying. They're getting deals from these companies. Like they're doing it. Period. We know that. Everybody knows that. Just like weed. Everybody's smoking weed. Everybody's selling weed. We know that. So instead of criminalizing it, somebody needs to come in. They need to set a standard. They need to regulate it. They need, you know, just like the NFL has or like the sports team, salary caps and things like that. They need to come in and they need to regulate it and then allow the athletes to get paid. And then it won't be an issue. And and there's still going to be wrongdoing. I mean, people are still going to overpay. There's still going to be, just like anything, you know, under-the-table deals and this and that. But at the same time, I mean, why are you criminalizing something that people, that every school is doing? Yeah. Well, see, what it is is it's going to mess up somebody else's money, though, at the end of the day. When you take, like, uh, for an example, why why isn't there a tournament when it comes to, well, it is one now, but – the bowl games made so much money off of those kids. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. That's why they refuse to take that shit away. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like with the oil, the banking, and all that other stuff. All right, we're going to keep doing this shit because we're trying to capitalize off as much money as possible that we can get. You know what I'm saying? Right. So why in the world would I change something to feed somebody else when that's taken away from me? No, and, and that's, that's what the problem and, is. And that's the thing. Greed. And that, that's why the federal government isn't, you know, it's the same thing. They want as much kickback and as much mm-hmm. money as they can make, and they don't want to share it, and right. that's why it's not being done. Well, see, a lot of schools, though, if you make it's it to greed. the bowl game, you get paid. The school does. And then oh, they, yeah. Then the they, school they, gets they, paid. No, the athletes no, they, don't get no, paid. No, no, they divide it with the players. Hmm. For real, it's just not a. It's not gonna be a lot. You know what I'm saying? Right, just like, just like every every. Uh, when I was on U of S campus, like on their meal cards, they would have like seven, eight hundred dollars every month. Football mm-hmm. players. Now it's not. I'm not saying that's a lot. It's not worth what they what they put in. They're not going, but it's just so much shit that goes into the likenesses of the NCAA players. You got to pay them for jerseys. You got to pay them for yeah. autograph. It's so much shit that's gonna pay. And they don't want that budget because if you do that. And then another thing is a lot of these players aren't staying in college long enough to pay them. Because mm-hmm. you go to school one year and you say, fuck the university. Like uh, your boy Ben Simmons, he stopped going to class after the first semester. Uh, yeah, that's how that's how most of them do. They just quit so going to class after the first like, semester. It's like, okay, you want us to reward all these players, but at the same time they turn around, they don't even finish school. They don't even graduate. So it's not representing the college like they wanted to. But I'm not saying that's an excuse. I think they should get paid too. But the at universities the end of the day, don't care if those kids graduate not tri- or go so to class. How, they're not tripping on that. They so don't how, make any money off how their I own think class. what they should do? Players should be able to make money off their own likeness. Now there's no, there's absolutely yes. no possible way that the colleges can pay the players right. and it be even across the board. Right. Because some colleges would never get any good athlete ever again. But if right. I have built my brand as an athlete and I, you know, work hard to it, – because it, being an athlete is just like being an artist. It's just like owning a business. I mean, you're building a brand. Yeah. So, yeah, if somebody wants to pay me for a walkthrough or to yeah. come so make an appearance should, at a party or sign autographs or do, do a commercial for somebody, I'm yeah. investing in myself and I've put a lot of work and, uh, it, you know – resources into building my brand, I should absolutely be able to capitalize off of that brand. Well see what it's about so now is that's what they should be you gotta to get companies, uh people that's gonna come in 
and it's all about your uh, your future. What can you bring to the table? So somebody like LeBron James, they was giving him hummers and all that, and and it wasn't a problem because they were giving that to his mother. They was giving it to family members. So when and it was like, oh, system. we'll get it back. Yeah. We're going to get it back next yeah. year. So we're not worried about it. But, see, everybody's not LeBron James. So you got players who are working their ass off, busting their ass to make the team. They make it as a walk-on. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get the same amount as the five-star recruit. You no, know what I'm saying? Not at all. So then it's going to be complaints. It's just so much like the system's so fucked up. And, it, and that that's what goes to our third topic, which we was talking about the uh, – Help me out, B. Spence. The third topic uh, was the uh, all right. So we're getting into it. This this year's uh, uh, Madden uh, NFL Madden uh, 2019 game, Madden 19. Mm. So there was a song that Big Sean has on the soundtrack to the game, and Big Sean does reference the name Colin Kaepernick. Says his name in the song, and when he says Colin Kaepernick on the game, they edit it out. Colin Kaepernick's name so it's like his name was a curse word to EA Sports and Madden and the NFL you know why though uh what I mean I think we all know why <laughs> you got a fucking president that tweets back and forth beefs with LeBron James so my and thing so- is, is Jay Z <laughs> said it the best man like Man, fuck the NFL. Y'all need me. I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, yeah, that if was you real. take away all the people, that, well, all everybody that's out there playing, man, the NFL is nothing but a stadium. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So um, I seen the post that YG made, because if I'm mistaken, ain't it um, Big Sean featuring YG? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. 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 So I seen the post that YG made. You know what I'm saying? He was actually on one knee when he did the video, and he was just pretty much like, yo, ESPN, we didn't give y'all permission to take that record off. Big Sean said y'all ain't give, he didn't give y'all permission. Y'all owe us an apology and shout out to, you know what I'm saying, Kaepernick. I can't ever say his name or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we all come together and move as a unity, you know what I'm saying? Like, social media can be harmful, but at the end of the day can also be helpful, too. Right. Because it gives you a platform to voice your opinion or whatever. And if your uh, stage is big enough and you voice your opinion, man, you can get a whole crowd of people behind you and boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, some right. shit can change. Shout out to Papa John. Um, but um, I think they was wrong <laughs> for doing that. They definitely was wrong for doing that. And but see, did y'all know they did it last year too? Apparently, yeah. And and now they're trying to say it was a mistake. Yeah, but nobody, not we're not buying that. No, How do you make that mistake, mistake two years in a row? We're not definitely buying not a mistake. it. I knew it was fucked up when they made a rule in the NFL now where either you come on the field and stand, or you stay in the locker room. Oh, they they went back on that. They went. They changed their mind on that. They said, "Nah, we're not doing that rule this year." They already. Stop. See what I'm saying? So because it was a backlash. But see, the that reason why that was a great idea, though. The reason why they really can't do it, it's not. It's not really a great idea because people. I mean, it is. If I don't want to go out there, I can stay in the locker room. But yep. but no, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to. But I shouldn't doing. have to make that choice. If I want to sit here and kneel during the anthem, I should be able to do it. Because don't send me to the locker room. By by prohibiting them from coming on the field, what they're doing is silencing that voice. Like Colin Kaepernick yeah. you, and, and I mean, all the other yeah, players I utilize that, their platform as a celebrity to draw attention to the issue. Yep. If you keep them in the locker room, you're not drawing attention to the issue. Yep. You're yeah, hiding was, them. You're 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 sweeping it under the rug. But that's still kinda them. that's still kinda to me I see what y'all saying, but on the flip side, 
shit, if y'all don't see me out there, then y'all know what I'm repping. You know what I'm saying? It's not the the same same as, it's not the same visual representation and in your face as I'm here and the cameras are on me and I am on my knees making a statement. Well, I'm talking from a money aspect because if you go on that field and you kneel, you find. If I stay in the locker room, I'm not getting fined. But see, my thing, look, let's, 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 let's look at it like this. Way. No. Yeah, let's look at it like this. Rosa Parks could have got off that damn bus. Yeah. She could have been like, man, all right, you can have the seat, man. Fuck y'all. She could have went and cussed out the bus driver. Man, y'all got me fucked up, man. Blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Jumped off the bus and then been like, it would have just rolled out. That wouldn't have had the same impact as her like refusing to give up her seat. Right. So we need to see those players on that field taking that knee. Right. If they yeah. in that locker room, bro, like it doesn't have that same effect. No. You're right, but I mean, I, I feel You're like this shit. I feel like this shit's over. With. Like we we know what. I feel like it's old. Dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not. It's it's it not get old. It's not old if Kaepernick still don't have a job. Yeah, and that's right. one of the bro. They're not gonna right. give him no job. But see, bro. also we gotta look at this too. You know what I'm saying? Like there's other platforms that they can use. You take what. Uh, my man, ah oh man, Vikings. What's his name? Just got in the Hall of Fame. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. What he did with his tie. You know what I'm right. saying? That was dope. You know what I'm saying? That was powerful. So what? Art, they need to what start. What T.O. did was powerful. All that. that was you know what I'm saying? Too. Like, like just keep doing that stuff. Keep challenging him. We gotta keep bullying this system, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause shit's fucked up. Like I'm in radio. Like I don't have the same privileges as if Ford wants to be like. Um, uh, we're not going to do this job, so we striking. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. have a union or nothing like mm-hmm. that. Right. If that. If that company's doing me bad, and let's say I'm like, hey, fuck it, I ain't going on air today, guess what? I don't have a job type right. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's up to me to make that decision. All right, is the whatever I'm about to do, is it going to be powerful enough to make a change pretty much? You know what I'm saying? Right. Was me risking my job, was that big enough risk to, you know what I'm saying, do that? You know what I'm saying? So I think what um, – Damn, why I keep forgetting his name? What's his name with the braids? Country? Vikings. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. He don't got braids no more, though. I know. I see you ain't got the braids no more. <laughs> Randy Moss, my man T.O., what they did, man, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, they put it all on the line right there doing that stuff. But, yeah. you know but I, I want to make something clear, though. The, the NFL, they did institute that policy, and then they went back on it and said, we're not going to do it here. Let's just make sure everybody knows they didn't do that out of the goodness of their heart because they knew they were wrong. They did that because the NFL Players Union was going to take action against mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because that was something that they tried to institute out of the blue that wasn't bargained for in their contract. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason because the, the union was getting ready to take them up on that because this isn't in the, 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 the bargained agreement, the, the CBA. So that's why they went back on that because they knew that was wrong. You can't just add stuff that, right. that wasn't, y'all didn't so, agree to in so the what's, CBA. So what's the rule now? There is not one. So we can still get on our knee? You can't, but it's a it's a team by team. So the team owner can can they can do whatever they want. Team owner can but be the like league can't. Yeah, the league. Ah, oh, well, can't. see, that's why I was agreeing with it because I thought they were saying like if you came on the field like it wasn't allowed. That's why I liked it because you can stay in the locker room. I'm still on. You're the You're saying and you'd rather be in the locker room than be forced to stand. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Right, like, but that's not. No, you can still come out it. and you can take a knee if you ah, want well, to. Then fuck well, it. Let's keep doing it. Yeah, I ain't gonna take a knee. It. I'm gonna lay down. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. laid down. Matter of fact, I'm a plank. Now what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's take it there. Let's take it there. I feel that. But now that's what I was saying because like they was given the option like. If you come on the field, you gotta stand. Nah, I ain't gotta do shit. No. I, I never no, stand for that fucking but that's song. What, but like, fucking that's, song. but it's this is what I'm saying. Like, you shouldn't even, you shouldn't be forced to make a choice. If you want to go out there and take a knee, I should be able to take a knee. If you, just because you don't want me to do that, I uh, will just stay in the locker room. Nah, 
because I'm doing this to to bring the awareness. Like the like what he was saying this is levels to the stuff. Like I can sit I can sit at home and make a Facebook post and say the way they treat us is fucked up. Share this shit. That's cool. It's not a problem with it. But if I go out to the motherfuckers that are that are treating us like shit and put it in front of their face mm-hmm. at some event that they love dearly, that's gonna have a bigger impact. But the thing, okay, bro. The, the reason why I'm talking about that is because, all right, simple fact. You go out there. They tell you you can't take a knee. You take a knee anyway. Motherfucker, if that's the case, that's just not played. Huh? Fuck it. That's what I they agree. Need to do. I agree. Because it's not powerful enough. You got same motherfuckers who were saying. I uh, agree. Hold they out there on the knee. They out there on the knee, right? So now this year, uh, we're going to find you every time you do it. Some of these players ain't got enough money to get fined like that, bro. That's and, true. And so they're going to have to stand. So that's my point. I'd rather be in the back where I ain't got to come out than to be fake and be out there like, yeah, I'm standing around just because I'm getting paid. Fuck that. Don't play at all. But see, some. Shit. But ban see, the whole NFL. But see, some issues are worth you making a sacrifice for. Like, I get it. Like, I, if somebody is like, I can't do this, I can't afford the fans, I'm not mad at them. I understand. But if it's a person that's like, I really can't afford to, to I really can't afford these fans, and it's going to put me in a financial, you know, black hole, put me in a bad situation. But this issue is that important that I'm going to make that sacrifice. I'm going to respect him a lot more than the other person. That's all I'm saying. Okay, there's, pe- who, there's, pe- there's people out here. Pay who, him, though? There's people out here who have done that. Who's going to pay him though? I, I don't know, but something's going to make a way. Like things like things, unless things like that happen, change doesn't get made. If you look at, there's people out here that make those sacrifices. If you look at somebody like Muhammad Ali, the Louisville legend, Muhammad Ali went to jail for his belief. That's Muhammad Ali. You know what bro. I'm saying? That's Muhammad and Ali. And I get it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody is not willing to do that, but the mm-hmm. people that are. I respect them the most. Absolutely. And I feel like there should be more people like that. We don't res- have enough. I'm not saying I don't respect. I respect them. But my thing is, okay, you make you make $20 million a season. I make one. They finding you $100,000 every time you take a knee. That ain't hurting you. They find me $100,000 every time I take a knee. Shit, after 10 times, 10 games, shit, I, my salary's gone. That's true. So at the same time, I'm like, shit. I mean, I understand the move. Don't get me wrong, because I'm, I'm not. I'm not against see, but, it at but all. See, but see, here's the thing: if everybody comes together and does something, they're gonna have to stop it. But they're not doing it. That's that's the point. That's, <laughs> that's the my, that's the problem. Right. That's, that's what my, I'm saying. That's the but problem. For, how many people so, said they weren't gonna watch NFL? Well, no that's more? what that's why I was going. So I don't. Let me ask. A lot you of this. people don't, but a lot of people do. How, yeah. How many people are going to boycott Madden for doing what they do? Nobody. Motherfuckers going to play it. That's And that's a problem. Because they indirectly made their statement by and and showing, you know, where they stand by taking the name. Now, of course, they backtrack for publicity. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to. It was an accident. Somebody who in editing didn't understand the rules and right. what we, you know, but that we, you, we know how that is. But see, the shit's so, so backwards. Any, I mean, well, is see, anybody that, who... That's another example, though. Somebody else, if they if they didn't know that, somebody else that was inside there took, their, took a risk and was like, hey, I'm going to cancel his name. Well, I'm going I'm to uh, uh, beep his name out or whatever just so I can utilize a platform that I have. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all comes in circle. 
Yep. So that was somebody that was a worker that believed, like, hey, fuck everything that Kaepernick has done. But do you really think it was name. a worker, or do you think that the the company, the EA Sports, but did it, and, it now, and now they're just trying to clean up the mess? the company. Now they're just trying to clean up the mess. It was the company, bro. I don't know. Because, see, this is, is my thing, though. Check this out. Check if, it, out. if it was a worker, there's numerous checks and balances. They would have fixed it if it was a worker. I disagree. That's company, bro. I disagree. I work at the radio station. Like I deal with a lot of the production. If I wanted to, I can go on a, a damn commercial and be like, it's going down this Sunday, but none of y'all motherfuckers should go because this promoter ain't shit. And it'll at least run for two <laughs> days. And I know that for a fact. Before somebody catches it and be like, oh shit, what the hell's going on? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So all I'm saying is, yeah, there is some checks and balances that do gotta uh it gotta go clear through. But it's a gift and a curse because now all the players like NFL is not like the NCAA. They getting paid off likenesses. They getting paid off jersey sales. So you mean to tell me that uh, um, a major player, Odell Beckham, he's black, right? I'm sure he's cool with Colin Kaepernick. Do you think he's gonna say, "Ah, oh, don't buy Madden, don't buy Madden" because they they bleeped out Ka- uh, Kaepernick's name? Hell, fucking no, because he's gonna make a million off that. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's up to the person. Like if they feel like if they backwards, if they feel like it's not backwards. I I think that's the problem. If 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 you don't see this as a bigger issue than money, that's that's on them. That's what it is. Like I can't speak for them, and I can't judge nobody in NFL because I'm just a little guy. I ain't got no money. I'm broke, baby, all day every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I can't I can't say what they should or shouldn't do. All I can say is what I would like to see them do, or what I would like to think that I would do. I can't say specifically unless I'm in that situation. But I would like to see more of those players standing up for Ooh. Kaepernick a lot more. Like, I wish that it would be more. I was having – this is real quick, and then we go. We, we are going to have to end this segment real quick. Okay, I, I was having – say one thing. Go ahead, go ahead, go uh, ahead. Did y'all see the video that went viral of uh, – it looked like it was a warehouse or whatever, and they fired a Mexican or whatever because some stupid shit that didn't make sense or whatever, right? Remind you that most of this company made their money off of Mexicans working for them or whatever, right. right? When they fired, dude, and it wasn't right how they fired them, you know, every Mexican literally quit that day or whatever. Every Mexican quit. Powerful. Quit. All of them. You seen them pulling up their forklifts, their pickers, man, people walking out with their bags like, yo, this shit ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Quit. So that's how we got to impact. Exactly. We got to have that type of impact on the NFL. Right. Like, in order that's for my us whole to thing. really. Dig they, deep in them. They cancel one game. Ooh. How much money are they going to lose? But see, it's been done. But see, it's so much money to be stood to be lost in the NFL. It's hard to get guys to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's hard to do. If you look at it was at uh, it was at Missouri. What well, was a couple years ago? They had a lot of racial incidents going on on that campus, mm-hmm. and they everybody felt like the uh, the president of the school wasn't doing anything to fix it. The entire football team said. We're not playing until you fire this yes. guy. Right. Yes. And exactly. what did they do? He's gone. Yeah. I like it like now, that. Now, the NFL, there's no solidarity like that. Exactly. Nobody wants to take that exactly. risk. Well, and I don't want to say I have a problem with that, but I have a problem with that. Exactly. And the issue from the NFL's perspective is, let's say, I mean, and it goes to show with Colin Kaepernick because they still haven't given him a job. They're so many other athletes and you know the pool is there's so many great athletes now it's not like back in the 60s and you know where there were just a few elite there's so many great athletes that the nfl feels like 
we don't care if Colin Kaepernick and Odell Beckham and everybody else, if we have to fire all of them because there are so many other great athletes that will come back and, and we can hire them instead. What we need but this, and they we, don't care. We need Vince McMahon to bring back XFL. He is. No, he is bringing it back, but, but, we're not, but we're not supporting the XFL either. Please 2020, bro. Cause no. he, cause he already said he's making a rule. You, you don't, you can't kneel on that either. We're not supporting him. Nah, we don't need him there. Twenty twenty. Uh, no, so this, no, this is a funny thing. Is exactly what you was talking about. They were saying if they, they strike, they're bringing all these other players to want to play. Which brings up to an interesting point. This is a conversation I had with my father this weekend. He said that he doesn't think that the NFL players should strike right now. He says the NFL players should go in, play the whole season. Get their full salary, get paid for the season, Strike and, the and playoff time come. We not playing. Yeah, because that's be where they make the most money on the television advertising dope. is during the that's playoffs. That's what they're not gonna do. But, it, but see, here's the thing with that: that'll be dope. But then you're gonna get into a, you're gonna be asking more of certain players than others because a non-playoff team player ain't gonna have nothing to worry about. Right. So then you're gonna you're gonna ask more of these playoff teams. So. Everybody's, I mean, they, they, everybody's objective is to get a championship, man. and that's, that's what it. I'm saying. That's so it. you know, that'd hey man, that'd be my perfect opportunity. That's that's, that's a rough topic. Look, we could go on and on with this one. Uh, one more thing though, it's not up to just the NFL players to absolutely. solve the problem. Absolutely. So we can't just put it all on Colin Kaepernick and the NFL so, and EA Sports. It's up to everybody in the world. Let me clar- let me clarify take this. A it's not up to the NFL players at all to fix the problem because it's not a problem that they created. So I just leave it there. Yeah. You know, you thought, with, you thought you was gonna get an A man or something like that. No, nah, I don't want an A man. I'm just I'm just no, I'm just saying like a lot of times these these types of issues, it's like, you know, hey, we need to all come together to fix this problem. We're like, no, I didn't create this problem. The shit I mean, it'd be, it be cool. Ass motherfucker got in the, in the office. It it'll it'll be cool for With me no to come and and try to help fix the problem, but it, it it ain't on me, bro. Like if 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 my man DJ Empty Beast goes outside and and crashes his car to a pole because he wasn't paying attention driving, that's not my issue to fix the the, the pole that he knocked into. Now me being a good no, friend, you can't it's compare cool. that though because the issue that but Colin, I ain't do that. But the issue that Colin Kaepernick is kneeling for is <laughs> it is your problem and it is everybody's problem because what it came from was police. Unjustly, no, it is, it is a problem which, I have to deal with. Which affects everybody. It's it's a problem that I have yeah. to deal with. EB That's crashing true. his car doesn't affect <laughs> you in that way. Well, if he crashes into my house, say he crashes <laughs> into my house, but that, that is a problem that's you, affecting me. Yeah, but you can't compare the two. Y'all killed. He did. Y'all killed Triple X and let Zimmerman live. That's what Jay Z said. That's what Hope said. Hey, yo, so check this out. Crazy. We're gonna go ahead and finally end this segment. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna take one more quick break. And then we'll be right back at you with some hip hop talkers with more the Ball and Beats podcast. Yeah. Lone. I made some tough decisions. Yeah. I cannot fuck with you. I cannot fuck with you. I made some tough decisions. Yeah. I cannot fuck with you. I cannot fuck with you. I made some tough decisions, I cannot fuck with niggas I had to cut these niggas off, get some money, cause these niggas won't with me Man, I ain't gon' lie, I keep that bitch by my side Yeah, difference between me and you dogs, I'm ready to die 
I made some tough decisions. I cannot fuck with niggas. I had to cut these niggas off, get some money, cause these niggas won't with me. Man, I ain't gon' lie. I keep that bitch by my side. Yeah, difference between me and you dogs, I'm ready to die. I cannot fuck with you niggas. Too busy chasing a check. Yeah, five years left for dead, dog. Now I'm at niggas' neck. You that same nigga, let me drown, dog. I can't show no respect. I was locked down with them hounds, dog. Don't make them go fetch. I say, Lord, Lord, please forgive me. All the chances I done took, all the losses I done had. I stay down, now, nigga. Look, so much dirt on a nigga name. Look at all the shit I overcame. Nigga, I'm still going through that pain. I ain't dry yet from that rain. I cannot fuck with you, niggas. I came home, you niggas is different Say that you love me, so why is you missing? Fuck that pack, you niggas is fishy I told Lance, stick to the mission I told my mama, don't trip, I'ma get it I told Kev, these niggas ain't with me Soon as I slip, these niggas gon' hit me I made some tough decisions I cannot fuck with niggas I had to cut these niggas off, get some money Cause these niggas won't with me Man, I ain't gon' lie I keep that bitch by my side Yeah, difference between me and you dogs I'm ready to die Man, these niggas are snakes Ain't no more shit on my plate Soon as you slip, I can't wait. I'm sending them shots at your face. I stay down trying to come up. I knew that you niggas would hate. All right, everybody, thanks for sticking with us through that last break. Welcome back to more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Once again, it's your man, B. Spence. It's your boy, C. Jesus. And together, we are the Black Beatles. In the city. So once again, we do have our two guests here with us uh, about to round out this episode. Uh, we got DJ Empty Beats. We got AP in the building. You know what I'm saying? And we're about to get into a few of our hip-hop topics right here, right now. Uh, so the the first one that I want to get into, uh, there was an interview. I believe he was on the Breakfast Club. Uh, Lee R. Cohen, who was the former president of Def Jam, uh, formerly with uh, Warner Music Group, uh, now he headed up uh, Three Hundred uh, Entertainment. Uh, so I believe he had, and uh, I believe he had an interview, uh, like I said, on the Breakfast Club, where he let out a little bit of. Uh, I guess it was a rumor that had been going around. Uh, apparently he and Drake made like a handshake agreement that Drake was supposed to sign with Def Jam before he signed with Cash Money. Uh, and Lear Cohen is saying that Drake reneged on that deal, of course, and he then signed with Cash Money. Uh, so what, what, my, what my question is, let's just assume that what he's saying is true. Uh, let's not even question that. But what do you think would, would the landscape of Drake be different had he signed with Def Jam instead of Cash Money. Absolutely. And why? Why do we think it would have been different? Well, I mean, the music itself would sound different, even though, you know, Drake does so much of his, has his own, um, you know, production team with OVO and all that. But I think just being under the the Cash Money and the Young Money label and the music that they put out, was definitely influencing his style and everything. And I think that the music would sound different first and foremost, as far as like promotion and industry moves that absolutely would be different as well. But I can't really speak on where it would have gone or what we would be looking at now. And Def Jam being such a bigger label. I don't know. Do you think that maybe he might've got, lost in the fold a little bit and maybe not had as much you know been up front and first and foremost with the label as much as he was with cash money what do you think um young money whatever i i think that i think that drake probably i think he might have still been pretty popular 
but I don't think that he would probably be the Drake that he is today. Uh, and 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 I only say this because <clears throat> there was there's multiple things that work in Drake's favor. Uh, with one of it being was the co-sign from Cash Money, Young Money. That was a big part. And plus, he made, I mean, a lot of people talk about Drake. He's emotional, this guy, that guy. But he made, you know, dope music. You know what I'm saying? He makes, he's made nothing but hit records. Uh, so he has the hit records along with the co-sign of Cash Money. I, I, I feel like if he was at, I think, at Def Jam, I think one he might not have had as much creative control over, over his work. So like you were saying, I think the sound probably would have been different. And for for a long time, I think that Def Jam has not been great at developing artists. I think that Def Jam is good at getting an already established artist and knowing how to work with them. But I think as far as newer artists, I don't, I don't know that they really know how to develop newer artists all that great uh, for a while. I think who was the the last artist that they really developed was Jeezy and Rihanna. Like who else? And that was under Jay-Z when Jay-Z was president. So outside of Jay-Z being president, what is like the last artist that really got developed well and was very successful under Def Jam? Can I speak on this? Yeah. Anybody can speak on this. Check this out. Floor's open. It's the music industry, first of all, right? Um, you just said a dude had a lot of cherry. What's his name? Drake. Nah, the other dude. Oh, Leo Cohen. Leo Cohen or whatever. Right, he right. had a lot of cheers and uh, many companies or whatever. Right? President right. this, president that, president this, president that. Uh, one thing about the music industry is what everybody should know: you want everything down on paper. A handshake doesn't mean shit. Right. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. It doesn't mean nothing. That's with anything. You know what I'm saying? So, in my eyes, he just got beat out of his own game. Like, uh, with him being the president of a lot of the stuff that he's president of, which means he's still around, and there's a lot of talented people that has came through these pipelines that's not irrelevant anymore or whatever, right? So, to see an artist like Drake succeed somewhere else, I think it's dope because people in his uh, seat – has fucked so many people in the industry. All right, we're going to give you this fucked up deal. We're going to give you this 360 deal. You know what I'm saying? And all this and all that. And to see somebody like Drake that was supposed to sign to him and he can see the money potential that he got from that dude and it's literally a slap in his face, I'm enjoying that. And simply because his paperwork is not straight. Never shake anybody's hand. I done sat in meetings all day and a motherfucker will promise me this, they'll promise me that, they'll promise me this. But none of that matters until it's on paper. You know what I'm saying? When that stuff is on paper, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's like when you work for a lot of these corporate, uh, matter of fact, I keep bringing back the news or whatever, and I work at the radio station. One thing that we always got to make sure we have is a paper trail. So emailing is key to success. Absolutely. If you don't have that email paper trail, you going to your boss and saying this Nobody person done did this or this person done did this, it doesn't exist. So when they say that paperwork is truly valuable and is important, he should have got his paperwork done. That's his fault. Just let one slip through the cracks. Yeah, that's real. But I, I but I, I don't believe that. And hold on, another thing. It was perfect for Drake because that was when Lil Wayne was at his hottest. Yeah, that's absolutely. What I was say. So for the him to attach against the hottest person in the industry, mm-hmm. that's easy. Yeah, I'm going there too. That's real because I mean, regardless of how you feel about the music, and 
if they pay the artists or not. Like Cash Money has developed a lot of artists. Some to an extreme level, some to a mid level. They have developed mm, some artists. A lot. It's it's a decent amount. A decent put, amount. Put them up against No Limit put developed them up, a lot of artists. Right. <laughs> they did. I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking no limit. I'm mm. just speaking specifically the Drake situation. Because you mm. think of some of the artists, they, they did develop them. Now they may have not developed to a Drake level, but they did develop to I mean, you, got you can Nicki say Minaj, you can say you a semi-successful level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you got your tigers, and you got uh, stuff that we that a weird position yeah. with cash money with me. But I'm dog. saying, but he, but they developed him into somebody who yeah. was relevant. Yeah, maybe not for a long time, but they developed him into uh, relevance. He's buzzing again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they de- two they developed right him to that. What's the guy? Like what's, what's the guy? The the singer that that they had. Jacquees. Uh, not not even before before both of them. Uh. What was his name? He had the song. Uh, what's it called? Hold me down or hold you down? Something. It was a singer. Uh, Lil Wayne was Lil on Wayne. like a little. Song. It sounded like it was like an up tempo. It's it's not nothing that sang like. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't remember it. the song. Well, look, look here. Sang no, it. Not go ahead. Go ahead. He he, he was kind of like. Uh, I want to. He he may have been like. Hey, chill out, bro. Relax. I'm looking. He may he may have been like a. Uh, sang it. What was his name? We want you bro, to sing who it. cares a fuck? It, it was, was relevant. Like, uh, <laughs> But I'm like no, but like he like they developed this guy into like he was a top guy in his. He couldn't be top. We don't know his, his name. No, listen, listen to what I'm saying. He was in his market. You know what I'm saying. He he was a big guy. He had like big hits. You know what I'm saying. It wasn't he wasn't a hip hop guy. That's what was, he wasn't like a rapper or a hip hop guy or or Lloyd or he wasn't like that. Mac Main, are you? No, not okay. Mac Main. What's what's the guy's name? That's gonna hurt me. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to I'm a I'm gonna figure out August this guy's name. Not August Alcina. I'm uh, I'm trying to figure this guy out. I'm not Let even me see. It. Uh, Man, I can't remember dude, his name, but he had dude a, just trying to be relevant. But he, but he, he had a he had a big single. But I don't. But like it's and I say that to say like Cash Money is good at developing these artists and getting them out there to a certain level. Like I don't I haven't seen that from Def Jam for like consistently for a while. You know what I mean? I, I look at Jay Z like Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely like when Michael Jordan was in office and he uh, drafted Kwame Brown or whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like Jordan's cold, but when it's time to get that that talent, he just doesn't have it. So like when Jay Z was over Def Jam, like you said, Rihanna, uh, who else was it? R- Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, man, like Jay Z, he done dropped the ball a couple times when it comes to artists. I'm, I'm not disagreeing know. with you. When he was president at Def Jam, president at Def Jam, that was the only two that did pop was Jeezy and Rihanna. Yeah, nah, wait a but minute. See, but, see, wait a but, minute. but see, but see, but see, Rihanna. That's not true. But see, but see, uh, Rihanna was building before Jay Z yeah, got there. Definitely. What's dude's name? Uh, didn't he bring Rhapsody in? Didn't he bring in uh, artists under Jigger? You sleeping on that, who? bro? Artists on that Jay Z brought in. I'm saying, who did he bring into Def Jam? Didn't he bring Nas in? Yeah, but what yeah, did Nas, Nas do? What downfall? What did, what did Nas? I mean, no, I'm just but saying. I'm you saying, said he didn't bring no, nobody no, in. No, 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 no. I'm saying develop, like develop, yeah. like Nas is like, out. Nas, Nas was like, already Cash established. Money didn't develop that many people, bro. They developed everybody on Nas, that damn You got there. Drake. You got and who else? Tiger. That's it. Lil Wayne, you got nah, but Lil Wayne was got, our, Lil Wayne was the one that brought BG, them on though. You got BG, you got Juvenile, you got the big timers. 
No, we was talking about no, no. We talking about we talking about young money. We talking about young money. Yeah, you gotta say young money. You can't say cash money. You can't say cash money. You can't say young money. Young money is cash. Young money is under cash money. But when you can't compare, that's totally different. You can't compare. We talking about young money. Julie and Wayne and all them from like 95, 96, 97 to 08, 09. So hold on, hold on. So if we sit there and talk about we talking about young money. If we sit there and talk about bad boy right now. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna bring up Biggie. We're not gonna bring up one twelve. We're not no gonna bad bring boy right now. Y'all crazy. All right. Whatever. No, but no, but what he was saying was the K- people he said cash money. I know, but that was wrong though because, because Drake wasn't signed to cash, cash money. money. He wasn't signed to cash money. He was signed to Young Money. He wasn't young, signed to cash yeah, money. We know young it's the money. same company. We know it's the same yeah. company. That's because baby was fucking Lil Wayne over, bro. It ain't it's not the same no artists. more, bro. Today it's not. Yeah, but today, that's what I'm talking about. We ain't talking about that whole era. Is, is he went back to BG, young. bro. We ain't talking about them. That's what, but what I'm saying is like we we don't have to go back to that era. Is what I'm saying. Like that that's the point that you were making. That's the was point that, I'm making. We don't have to go back to that slash era. Young Money was developing artists in 07, 08, 09, 2010. And you're saying Def Jam was not the game right now. Y'all know that, right? They do. Nicki Minaj, Drake. All yeah. I said was they didn't have a lot of people, bro. So the question That's is. That's all I said. But, I'm not disagreeing. But the question is, would Drake be Drake if he had signed to Def Jam instead of Young Money? And I don't, I don't think he would. Be. But my thing is, if y'all cannot get a hold of Michael J. Fox right now and get a hold of his time machine, we would never know. No. Plus, nah, let's get back to dude himself, dog. He's just trying to be relevant. Like, what's he talking about, bro? Who gives a fuck if you shook hands? No, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. I know. It's not. It, and well, then it's you not bring a, it up now, like. Well, it's not. Well, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's him trying to be relevant. I just think it was something he might have been just filling. No, it was just conversation. He's, and him yeah, telling stories. Because he's. 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 Man, he he's. Said he's, absolute, he's absolutely <laughs> relevant in the in the hip hop industry. He should have yeah. said that when it when it actually went down. But the other when he shook his hand. Don't say it now. The other point, the criticism that was raised um, was that Liar Cohen was in charge of Def Jam in like oh four, oh three, oh four. Um, and then he left Def Jam, and Drake didn't get signed until like '09. So when was the handshake? That's what I'm you know saying. What I mean? like, and, right, and you're right. talking about you got to remember Drake was only like what was Drake like 19 at the time? Exactly. So did he? If he was under, if he's talking about the Def Jam time, was he this alleged handshake happened when Drake was like 14? SpongeBob, like before 10 years the later. Grassy, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So, why does it matter? Like, why is he even like? You bring but it up now. Know. It's probably 2018. one of those stories where he was like, man, y'all probably didn't know this. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think it was. That's Drake. exactly what it was. I think it's, may- maybe they, I think it's maybe something they asked him. Like, because I've seen them ask people all the time, like, who's the one person that you wish that you could have signed right. that got away? So I think it's one of those. Yeah, I don't but think he shook he hands like, with him. That's you know not even. Saying? Come on, so. bro. Shook hands. I don't mean I'm not hands I'm, on friendly bets. But and that that was his point too in the interview was, you know, that he comes from a whole different era of business and he was making the point that that handshake should have meant something in business. But like we But like we probably, all seem to agree that the paper I mean, it's it all about signed, the paperwork. It everybody matter. knows Drake was a kid then, so pretty much in his mind he's like, I'm taking advantage of this kid <laughs> while shaking his yeah. hand. Exactly. Yeah. Get exactly. out of here, man. The big exactly. bit the bullet, man. Get that shit in paper, bro. Exactly. That's it. I can't find the name of this guy who I was talking about that had he the look. He doesn't exist. Bro, you're yeah, yeah, he too does. Hard he does. He's not dude. static. Not Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Like static major. Does. But, uh, you're not talking not about Jeremiah. Him. What's it? It was some 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 song was like hold. It was like a quick upbeat. I don't remember. Not not techno sound, but it was like he it could wasn't, be that good. Oh, uh, you talking R&B. about? Um, 
You know what I'm saying? He was like an Indian guy, maybe. Jay something. Jay, yeah, it was Jay, Jay something. But Jay. he was huge in his little market that he was in. He was absolutely huge Damn. in his Hold market. On. I know exactly. He's yeah, top I 40. To look it up. I he don't nah, sound Jay, like he um, was. Nah, nah, he was huge. He had that one song. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was absolutely huge. It was like a Chris Brown record, man. Uh, Jay. Uh, carry on, though. I'll Jay, figure it out. I'll figure Jay something. But what I'm saying, he was huge. Like, that's, that's all I was saying. Like, Cash Money. They've developed. They've developed. They were are much better at developing artists than I think a Def Jam is. Like during that time. During period. that time period. Like if you were already established, then yeah, you would probably be straight on Def Jam because you probably wouldn't need as much. You don't. You not probably, but you're not gonna need as much development. You're not gonna need. You know what I'm saying? Such a a, a, a gorilla type of marketing for you because you're already established. So like I said, like during that time when when Jay was uh, it was really just. Jeezy and Rihanna. You so know what why I'm do you think that is? Because why do you think what was once the epitome and original and most powerful label in hip hop to why evolve into up? that? I mean, why do you think that that's the case now? Because if you think about it, shouldn't they be the main force? And do you think that that's good for the industry for other record labels to come in and you know for the uh? For the scene of the labels to evolve like that, or do you feel let down that Def Jam isn't that powerhouse? Well, I'm not let down at all because I don't care who's the powerhouse. I mm -hmm. just want to get the good music. That's all I care about. But I think that it changed. I think it changed because, for one, Def Jam was a East Coast New York staple. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, if you wasn't from New York, Right. You, you, Def Jam wasn't rocking with you. Right. So then, the, when the landscape of hip hop changed to outside of New York, Def Jam was way too late to try to pick up on it. And they were also they had launched Def Jam South too. And right. Was, they were like, focused, like they tried. They were focused on the Southern artists more too. But it folded. To which they had some good. They had some good artists on Def Jam South. They had Ludacris. They had Scarface. But. I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't know how to manage that well. Well, I'm not going to say they didn't know how to manage it well because wasn't Scarface the VP of but Def Jam But South? we're still talking about a whole different generation, too, as compared to that Drake era. So That's that's true. Yeah. That's true. So they weren't doing ludic They weren't developing Ludacris at the same time that, that Drake was out. But right. I think EB found it. What was it? Jay Sean. Jay Sean. He was huge in yeah. his market. He had a song called Down. Absolutely oh, okay. huge. That dude sold a lot of records. Yeah. So that's all I was saying. Cause they have developed a lot of artists over there. That's all he had, though. A lot. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm not Where's saying he that. Now? I'm not. I'm not saying he's super huge now, still. But I'm saying they developed a lot of guys to go to a certain point for a long time, and a lot of labels didn't. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. And I don't, to be I don't, an independent label, that was right. a great accomplishment. So I, I don't. Can imagine? I don't think much, that Drake would have been as big with Def Jam. Can you imagine how much money was in New Orleans doing the Cash Money No Limit? Yeah. Ton. Golly. Ton. I know. Tell them. What is that? Let me smooth on to these other topics real quick because we we keep we going along on everything, man. We're going to do though. We're going to smooth on. Yeah, we're going to smooth on. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Smooth on. You feel me? Let's go ahead and smooth on. Uh, so what I wanted to get into is recently uh, Faith Evans and Stevie J mm. got married. They got married. You know, 
What makes and apparently they they have been like dating off and on and said for like years apparently, but the what makes this kind of you know kind of a, a I don't want to say a strange situation but an interesting situation is Stevie J is the Godfather to Faith and Biggie's son, so now he's his Godfather and stepfather. <laughs> Does would would that be awkward too? No, I mean, Any first of, of all, are? first of all, the boys grown. Cousins, motherfuckers be marrying cousins and ex. That, that shit ain't nothing. First of all, the child, he's not a child. He's a grown ass man now, so I don't think yeah, he cares. He's Biggie's son. I don't even know his name. Right, Chris Wallace Jr. Yeah, yeah. I really is. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen him? Nope. You ain't never yeah. seen him. I ain't never seen that guy. He was in the Biggie movie. Tupac have kids. I don't. He I, was. He was in the Biggie Tupac movie. He he kids. played Biggie as a kid. You know what's crazy? I've never watched it. What? I ain't never watched. What is wrong with you? You know what? I'm not mad at you. Uh, There's nothing wrong with not wanting to see the Biggie movie. <laughs> it was overrated. Do you not want to see it, or did you just? It just has never come up because yeah. I didn't see it for a long time. I just don't care to watch it. It's he a, real, was a, it's a was, really uh, good movie. He was also in a movie with. Uh, he was in a Will Ferrell movie so. too. Was it? it was odd. Yeah, I thought no. it was good. Yeah, little, both of the movies. Was, Tupac, the big. I, hate I haven't seen that. Tupac, Tupac was crap. movie. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, I stopped watching them documentaries after. That's uh, not a documentary. Uh, whatever it though. was, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm still one of the hottest DJs in the town. I, I spend good music. You know what I'm saying. I'm not no teacher. <laughs> Don't be trying to correct my English, damn it. Nah. Um, That's not what I was but doing. I stopped watching them. What, what are they called? What's it called? Biopic. A, a yeah. biopic fiction, yeah. yeah. A biopic, not whatever. So much, After yeah. I seen yeah. Flip playing as Michael Jackson. After I seen that, oh. it was a rap. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I want to watch them no more. Well, I haven't man. watched the Tupac movie. <laughs> Don't watch yet. it. Because I'm the I'm a huge like Tupac. Don't watch Tupac it. is everything to me. They set Tupac back years. And like I'm that. afraid to be disappointed. It was very disappointing. Just like the Tupac in the Biggie movie in Notorious. I was oh, sickened. That's not even how Tupac acted. I was acted. so sickened by that portrayal of Pac that I'm just. What's up, baby? It's Tupac. Yeah, I'm like, he don't even horrible. do that. It you know was what I'm horrible. It's worse in the in the Tupac movie. Like, oh uh, well, then I don't want to watch. Yeah, it. you don't want to see. Nah, it. Straight out of Compton was dope, though. Straight out of Compton. Was that good. was, but that was the only one. Yeah, it was, it was good. That was but the only to one. answer your question, um, that's yeah, very awkward. That is, that's very awkward. Very, very awkward. But you also talking to a guy that if my mother. Had a boyfriend, and he had a a daughter that was my age that I didn't know, but we became stepbrothers and sisters or whatever, and uh, we moved into the same house. I know what he's gonna say. I'm fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> like, my God, just, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it. And she's gotta be cute though. You know what I'm saying? I know it's her it. house. Sorry, I'm sorry. Why not? But if I was nine years old or something like that, and we came up together, that's a different story or whatever. But if they bring a badass sixteen year old in my house, you know what I'm saying? And They've I'm been 16, fucking around for years, bro. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a part Shit. of the game, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he's not here no more. I don't know. They really love each other. So yeah, it is. Man, it's good. A part of the game. I don't know, that's man. good for him. Shit, I don't. So I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, I can understand right, that connection. And that love, especially being through like all of that hip hop history and that tumultuous relationship, and we don't know what was going on between CBJ and Faith at the time, and if there was or if there wasn't. But even just having somebody that you have been through so many situations and so many decades of life and serious situations with, I can definitely understand why they would 
be in love and get married. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't by any means think that it's uh, like odd or anything because they obviously have had a connection for 30 plus years. He's been wanting her too. She just never, she never would give it to him. I don't think there's anything wrong. I mean, if they, especially in this day and age where it's so hard to like be happy with somebody or to find somebody and people who do get married, get divorced and people are just treating each other like shit. If they're happy, I don't care. Happy. Yeah, let them. Yeah. God, they doing better than most people. At least he ain't fake it like he did the one with Jocelyn. <laughs> hey man, she that was, was, that was, that a, was a TV show. That was a dude. I yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how to. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I don't know how I feel about it. Like that's like, you know what I'm saying? It's your wife, and then heaven forbid something happened to you, and like. Oh, I'm going to spend all this time trying to get your wife after you're gone, bro. But, I mean, how you know that he was spending time trying to get her, though? You know what I'm saying? It could have been something like. They came at later. No, nah, Biggie is, been gone how many years, bro? Biggie been gone a long time. But my thing years. is. My thing is. But I don't know. I just feel like I would help. never try that if that was my home. But you can't wife. help who you fall in love right. with at the end of the day. Yes, right. you can. No, you, no, can't. you can't. No, you can't. You can help you what you do you about can't, it, but you can't help being in love with that person. So, just think about it. He going over there checking on her right now and then. Like, damn, baby. I mean, damn, Faith, you all right? You okay? You okay? Came down a sudden a bond just started to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. And then it just turned to this magic you can help who, moment. You can help who you follow. No, you can't. Right. You, can't. you cannot control your emotions. You can only control how you react to them. No, you right. can. And how you deal sometimes. with them. You can open yourself up to certain emotions, or you can close yourself out to certain emotions. You can no. I right. If I if I sit here and say if I say, you know what, this is my homies girl. I'm not gonna put myself in any situation well, to, to do what any makes, of this or whatever. What 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 makes us think that they was homies though? You know what I'm saying? Because they, they work together. I mean, I understand because he God. was the son's godfather. You don't pick anybody for that. That could have been on face side though, bro. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, it wasn't face side. How you know? I'm not, that was I'm not doubting. Side. I'm not doubting that, that relationship. Was Biggie's side. How you know? Because you face was not. new to the equation. She was new to the equation. Yeah, I'm not doubting the friendship at all. Um, I just. I mean, Biggie probably up probably like, man, if anybody in the world, man, I'd rather be with you, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, let that be. Like Let's be real. Let that Biggie, Biggie let that and Faith, be. they really didn't have a great relationship anyway, bro. That shit was short-lived, bro. For that's only because he got he killed. No, nah, that's because he was fucking other bitches. That's I what mean, what you say? I that's, mean, that's true, what? but it does. But it's only, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's only because of what? He got killed. Right, so let's let's put that with his music um Influence too or whatever, right? He only put out what two albums, right? Yeah. Two albums. That's right. why he's not, and we consider him as a great or whatever, right? Who, who? Biggie? Do who does? Who? Uh, I know a lot of people do. You so talk, you talking is, to, you talking to, you talking to the international black Beatles right now. Right. His catalog ain't even long enough to be Biggie, like, hey, we put Biggie's him. not top ten. I agree with you. Top ten. You're not gonna get no argument. He's not top, top 10. ten to be. He can't I be. No, is Eminem in your top ten? No, no. I like it. I like his show. Eminem. You supposed to say no. I'm supposed to say no to Eminem? Nah, you, is Eminem in your top ten? Come on. He's got to be. It's it's politically right. Come on. He's not in my top five. But he's in your top ten. I haven't. I, I don't he's have de- that list. Eminem is top right something. Now. He's not in my top ten. No, I think, no. I think Eminem is a great lyricist. Absolutely. Not. I, no, I, no, I, th- I, th- th- I do me. think he's a great Absolutely. lyricist. No, but he used to be. I don't, Hold on. No, I wouldn't no. say he's in my top ten. No. It doesn't Let's mean do he's in my top ten. I once had an argument. Here we go. Can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Eminem can rap, but his content is horrible. No. Yes, it is. That's facts. Not. Facts. Yes. Two trailer park Big girls facts. go around me outside. Because he's from the hold on, trailer hold on, park. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm not done, though. 
I don't want to rape. I don't want to kill my baby mamas. I don't want to smack my mama. My daughter's not sending me through that little type of hell or nothing like that. I can't but relate to what he's life. talking about. You can't relate to it, but no, that's his life, and you but, can't but, deny the ex- the artistic expression shit is not artistic that he has all. created. If he, if he raps like he does on Renegade on all his songs, I will yeah. respect that motherfucker. No, you but can't. to her. I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I'm straight. I don't want to hear that shit. How is that different from dear mama? Dear mama's totally different. Black man sunk it. <laughs> Whatever. Eminem is a great lyricist. I don't care <laughs> what you say. I mean, no, you, Eminem you can, can rap. You can no, say he's a but his lyricist, content but is garbage. He's not. Well, he, you don't relate to his content. What, what's the last I'm hot album? That, nah. I'm saying that he. I'm saying that he is a great lyricist. The, word, the, the words. What man? was the last album he dropped that was cold? None of them. The last album he dropped that was cold it came out 12 years ago. Well, more than that, bro. The 13, show. 14 years the ago. The show was dope. He doesn't have to have a relevant album to be a great lyricist. No, he his, has, his he has cycle, to be relevant album to be in your top cycle, 10. His cycle has run its course. To be in your top 10, he has to be. I didn't he say he was relevant. in my top 10. You I didn't said, answer the question. You said he's not in my top five. I said he's not five. in my top five, and I don't. She I had to place him. She <laughs> said she, she hasn't placed him yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not top 10. I haven't really thought it through. It's just like a spur of the moment conversation. Neither is Biggie. Biggie's top 10, but he's not. Uh, yeah. I'm not, my top I'm not gonna be Jay, Biggie, Pac he, like everybody. Jay's else. not in my top Biggie's, five. That's crazy. Yeah, because well, he's just goat. Yeah, I know. I, I know. So, <laughs> that's insane. Trust me, I get, I hey. get it all the time. But Jay Z is not one of my favorite rappers. I'm sorry. Favorite yeah. businessman? Absolutely. Why isn't he not favorite one of your rappers? favorite rappers? Not. He's like the Tim Duncan of rap. Okay, that's your opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't say the Tim Duncan of rap though. Why not? Because Tim Duncan ain't the GOAT NBA player. Power forward, Tim Duncan is up there. Who are you going to name with power forward? No, I say he's not the greatest NBA player. I, I didn't say he was the greatest NBA player. No, I'm just saying. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan is a nigga that nobody liked because he played on the, uh, on the Spurs. Nobody really liked the slow ball. But the nigga was the best, and he was MVP. You can't deny it. That's why I said that. Uh, Tim Dunk Tim Dunk is the second best power forward ever to play. If you what Carl Malone or Kevin Garnett, which one's better? Kevin Garnett. Okay. After that though, who you gonna say? Nah, Tim Duncan is better than Kevin Garnett, hands down. He's, but Kevin he's either one or two arguably. But I'm saying if I say that you know, Jay Z's anybody from the league, I say he's the joy in the rap. No, nah, I'm not saying? I'm not disagreeing. I'm talking about people who don't like him. I That's didn't why say I, said I it. don't like him, but he's no, no, not, I'm saying, he's I wasn't not saying in my you, top five. He's not one know, of my favorite. Y'all know who I'm gonna say he is? He's a junior Bridgman. Uh, <laughs> Ralph, that's what I'm going to say. Because junior Bridgman is that guy when it comes to NBA money, period. You know what I'm saying? Nobody in the NBA has made more money than junior Bridgman, period. 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 Who? Name somebody. I, I, I'm not disputing. All uh, I said I was period. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, like I got to do it by city one period, time, man. man. I didn't dispute nothing. But now, nah, uh, uh, what we're going to do, again, of course, uh, when this comes out, you know what I'm saying, it'll be Monday. So Monday, August the 6th, this, that's going to be the last day that you can get your votes in for the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Award. So make midnight. sure make, at midnight. Uh, so make sure you go to www.theallegiance.com to get in your votes for the ballots. War show on August the 18th. Make sure you're there. Be there. Or be square. That make sure you right. vote for everybody that's on. Well, AP ain't on them, but vote for EB. On everything, vote I, for the I Black Beatles. That. I didn't say that. All right. I, you don't have to. 
Vote for EB on everything. Vote for the Ball and Beast podcast, best podcast. And come to the show. Absolutely. Come to the come to the show. August 18th. How much are tickets, music? IP? 15 in advance, 20 at the door. There you go. I made go. a post earlier. That's what's up. Yo. If you are nominated, get there before 7 because the boss man said if you have oh, after yeah, 7. Oh, yeah, you will have you. to pay. If you are nominated, you get in for free until 7 o'clock. If you are trying to get in the door at 7.01, you will not get in for free. You will have to pay $20 just like everybody else. And it does not matter how cool you are with me or DJ Slick or DJ Empty Beats or anybody else. You will not get in for free, period, point blank. Bang, bang. Facts. So. Before we close out, EB, go ahead and uh, shout out your social media, how they can contact you. Then I, I got like I got like four nah. it, uh, I, uh, Facebook it, pages. We'll make it easy today. Check man. them all out. <laughs> Hit me up at DJ Empty Beats. Uh, you can start my uh, it's new Instagram. I'm about to start. It's called a Ball and Empty Beats. I am the third member of the crew, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Like, thank y'all, man, for real. <laughs> Touch the fields, man. Like for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hit me up at DJ MP Beats Also man on Spotify man The Allegiance has started this new Tastemaker playmaker I mean play, uh, playlist or whatever man I need everybody to get involved and hit that follow button uh, We shining light on the hottest records That's in the industry right now Also a lot of independent artists is on the list Or whatever so you know what I'm saying uh, It's a way of us giving back but also um, Showing people the business side of the um, the music industry is simply because, and I know we try and get up off here or whatever, but I just feel like they need to hear this. <laughs> but uh, the playlist is on Spotify, it's on Tidal, and it's also on uh, Apple Music. But your music, like, you can have the hottest record in the streets, but if we um, search your song and it doesn't pop up on there, that means you don't have your business right or whatever. Right. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So at the end of the day, this platform is going to showcase um, the talent in the city, but also for the talent in the city, you get your business side right or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So uh, hit up AP, man, because you got the numbers on how you can I get I was your just <laughs> about to say, I swear to God, I was going to wait for you to stop talking and uh, and piggyback off of what DJ Empty Beat said. If you do there not you have your business right and your music is not registered and copyrighted and uh, on Spotify and all of that, you can hit me up at southalvis at gmail.com, south, A-L-V-E-S, at gmail.com. If you need help with your image or uh, basically anything that has to do with developing you as an artist, uh, we can definitely talk and make that happen. And my social media, just uh, follow me on Instagram, at southalvis. That is what's up. And everybody go download the Derby City Weekend app, please, and follow us on social media. For sure. Cool. See, Jeezy, let them know your social medias, my man. Jeezy, don't do it. Uh, Facebook, IG, you'll find me. Fuck everything else. All right, then. Damn. Uh, and 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 most and most important, everybody, if you're not already, please follow the Allegiance on Instagram, Twitter, and like the Allegiance Facebook page because we um, definitely promote all of the events and things that the mem- individual members of the crew have going on, and then also as a collective, the things that we're doing. And we have some new programs coming out with the community and the kids. We have uh, major events coming out and all kinds of things that you're going to want to keep up with. And that's the one place. Where you can keep up with everybody. Big facts. Oh, I forgot. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, please hit us up on our voicemail line, 502 354 I know that number because we was giving our tickets and I done said it like 18,000 times. So that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, let us. 
That's what's up. Uh, so you can catch me on your social medias. Catch me on uh, Instagram under King underscore Spence twenty five hundred. Uh, catch me on Facebook under Britton Spence. That's my government name there. Uh, you can catch the Ball and Beach Podcast page on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. It's just going to be the Ball and Beach Podcast. Uh, that's Beach with a Z. So it's the Ball and Beach Podcast, Beach with a Z. You can always uh, send us a shout at the voicemail number my man CGZ just gave out. You can also email us at the Ball and Beach Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Beach with a Z. Uh, again, want to thank everybody for coming with us. Thank you, Empty Beats and AP. Thank Appreciate you for thank you sitting for down me. with us again. Uh, so I hope everybody enjoys this show and we are going to catch y'all next week for the next episode. Uh, I've been gone for a minute, you know, but that's my spirit talking, you know, the Lord was working with me. I said, hey, shout out to LaCrae, making them real records, speaking truth all day. I said, God, thank you for your grace. Thank you for allowing me to live the next day. I'm so thankful, yeah, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful, yeah, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful, yeah, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful, Lord, thank you. God, the MVP, He put the light in me. No more darkness. Now I can see Becoming everything that he wants me to be From city to city And sea to sea I know what y'all want Y'all want the truth Y'all scared to do it Y'all feel so blue But I'ma tell y'all About the proof About the Lord he died for me and died for you All I'ma do is praise his name Yeah He woke me up, I'm not ashamed No he brought me through a long way I'ma thank him every day So I pray I feel so good At first I was misunderstood But now I know his love is good He helped me out the earthly woods Yes, it's good People can't destroy me even if they could Yeah, what I say People can't destroy me even if they could I said, hey Shout out to LaCrae, making them real records, speaking truth all day. I said, God, thank you for your grace. Thank you for allowing me to live the next day. I'm so thankful. Yeah, I'm so thankful.